announcement has been paid for by... Now listening to Lucha Outsiders Show. Available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. At Lucha Outsiders, everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Lucha Congratulations. You play. Yes! That's me, right? Yeah. Yeah! Who's back? I'm Leo. That's Mark. The <laughs> heel, the heel, the heel, the film, the city, chilling, the anti-hero of the IWC, your boy! Yeah! Mr. Rated R. <gasps> and joining us via Skype, he's the king of hamburger meat. He's the voice of the Mark organization. He's the artist formerly known as the spoiler specialist. And he is the executioner of excuses from Suplex City, bitch. Who? Oh my god, he forgot to unmute the microphone. You gotta unmute the microphone! <laughs> yo, 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 let me speak. I knew over. he was gonna do it! I know! Oh I should have bet you! I should have bet you! Oh my god. <laughs> I never did that though. Oh, yo, hold on. Come on, you already, you already, I don't even have to tell you what you got to do. Put the, put the volumes up real quick. Starting off hot. Yeah. Congratulations. You played yourself. Man. I told you. Well, we're back. We're back. We're reunited. I should have paid you. We're back. Reunited and it feels so you good. You would think, you you would think, mm. right? You would think like that's his point, like that's his gimmick, right? He comes uh, in hot, right? Yeah, it's, it's his but, point to you know be like yo yo yo, let me yo you yo know. yo, let me pick on you. So this is what Sam <laughs> oh, likes to God. do. He either jumps ahead, right, <laughs> oh my and God. ruins the gimmick, or he unmutes his mic, uh, or he doesn't, you know, you know, whatever. Hey man, it happens, right? <laughs> it happens. That's right. <sighs> Anyways, welcome to the Lucha Outsider Show, episode one thirty three. We are back in studio. Well, two of us are. Yo, Sam's via I'm here. Skype. I'm here. Um, but we're back. We're back. What's uh, Leo? Welcome back, bro. It's been a while. Yeah, re uh, recharge, ready to to watch everything, to talk about everything. I did watch the Rumble on mm. on tape delay, um, and I did watch uh, a lot of wrestling. Uh, not when I was down there on my vacation, but uh, when I when I got back, rightfully so. so. I hope ready. you enjoyed your vacation. Oh, Leo. I did. I did. It did fly by. But we're here. We're ready. Uh. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on in, in the in the wrestling world. All right. Um, the last thing that I watched, which we could talk about at the end, uh, Billy Corgan sat down with uh Keith Van Vliet or whatever the fuck his name is. The Chris guy, Van, Chris Van, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, really good uh interview. Interview. Okay. Really good interview. So NWA, NWA is doing a lot of great yep. stuff. So we'll talk about that at the end. Uh, Sam, do you want to do your your little contest gimmick thing at the end? Or do you want to do it now, real well, quick? You're gonna mute your your let's, microphone let's again. Let's get it. Uh, let's get it over with right now. All so right. we had over a hundred uh entries for our giveaway for the Braun Strowman Elite signed figure. Nice. And nice. um, nice. um yeah. 
friend of the show, friend. Kenneth Dinkins, that wound Dinkins. up winning. So, Kenneth, if you want to give me your address, I will send this to you this week. There and you it go. should be by your doorstep by, by Friday. There I don't you know go, if I'll Kenneth. pay for it. Bash we'll get another, yeah. another we'll, we'll see when it shows up. It'll be there, all right, yeah. Ken? Make so, sure you guys uh, tag uh, uh, Kenneth yeah. Dinkins, too, so he can uh, know that he won. So he'll, he'll probably be in the chat. All right. Dale. Um. You know, you bring, you bring up Kenneth Dinkins, so we'll start off with this news tidbit real quick. Um, so New Japan made a huge announcement last week at their uh, New Beginning oh. in Osaka uh, event that uh, New Japan will be returning to New York City. Mm. And they'll be back at the Garden for a Wrestle Dynasty in August. They will be going head-to-head um, with NXT TakeOver Boston. The reason why I'm bringing up Kenneth Dick- Dickens and also, you know, like kind of like mixing it with this new Japan news was because it was a rumor at first before um, they did the announcement. You know, it was a rumor. I think uh, Dave Meltzer reported mm. that uh, they wanted to do another uh, show at the Garden and it was possibly going to go head-to-head with uh, NXT TakeOver. Yeah. So when we posted that, uh, the reason why I'm bringing up Kenneth Dinkins is because he comments on it and he goes like, man, <laughs> he goes like, man, I really hope they change the date because I'm going to be in NXT TakeOver Boston. I'm like, listen, calm your fucking tits. <laughs> Stay your ass in Boston, all right? Stay your ass in Boston. Listen, I love you, Kenneth Dinkins, but we can't be selfish here, all right? Not everybody's going to be in Boston for a SummerSlam weekend. So calm your, calm yourself. You could watch Wrestle Dynasty another day. Enjoy yourself in TakeOver. I'm sure TakeOver is going to be a great card. But not all of us are going to be in Boston for TakeOver and SummerSlam. So relax, calm yourself, <laughs> stay your ass in Boston, and watch Wrestle Dynasty, you know, uh, on the New Japan app. Um, uh, I know you're excited, Sam, about uh, New Japan coming back to the Garden. I'm so hyped for this. The question is, Leo, are what? we getting you a ticket? Mario? Are you going to be there? Mar- you know what? Where's my money? Mario, there. There's my money for the for the ticket right there. Look, I got fifty dollars. Is that good? Is that gonna be on the floor? Hey, well, listen, the garden, bro. It's well, gonna be more than fifty. Okay. It is. It's gonna be a lot more than All fifty. Right, so bucks. whatever fifty gets me. <laughs> well, I, well, I mean, you kind of made out for the G1 Supercard. Yeah, you remember that? I got floor seats for like eighty dollars, <laughs> all in. That was crazy. And then, so that, I, then that is I left. The question: Do we do we jump on Ticketmaster right away, or do we wait till the last minute? What do you think, Mario? I, I, Man, see, I, I'm, I'm when it comes. I'm not much of a gambler when it comes to casinos, but I am a gambler when it comes to tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, no. <laughs> I've been, I've gotten more hits and misses from StubHub. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, I think we play it by ear. I think we look when the tickets go on sale. We see what we're looking at, what kind of sections. Because let's be honest, you know, if you guys didn't know, Sam is a bit bougie when it comes to tickets. So yeah, um, to sit close. He likes floor. to sit close. He's like, man, I'm trying to get. I'm like, dude, don't think we're gonna get Hammerstein ballroom prices because this is the garden. This is a different animal here. <laughs> all right, we got lucky at the Hammerstein ballroom for the price we paid for the, the the seats that we had. We had great seats. That's not gonna be the same thing for the garden. The, is, is Sam the one that like uh, messages back and forth to with Ticketmaster? Like, can they get the better price? Is it cheaper? No, I don't. I've never done that. <laughs> oh, okay. I've never Just making sure. Just making sure, bro. I am one of those people that will be logged in 15 minutes ahead of time, and make sure that you know I'm trying to get the best seats for the best price. But we'll, we'll, we'll play it by ear. We'll see what we could get the day. Um, uh, you know, one of us or whatever, we'll try to figure it out. And if we could nail some good seats, then we'll do it. If it's a reasonable price, if not, then we'll do the whole StubHub gimmick. And, we'll and, see. and that's the thing. Like you, you want to uh, try to go to shows because it's a different experience. Now, uh, the three of us went to the G1 Climax. We Guard, all had uh, G1 Supercard. The G1 Supercard. Mm-hmm. We got to see 
from different points uh, points of views because we were at different sections. But when you saw it on TV, it was totally different. So that's why, you know, when they first came out, Mara and I talked, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going. No lie, Sammy. I'm going. And especially, um, and I know uh, Sam could agree on this, especially being at the Garden. It's just a, it's a different animal. It's a different type of feeling you uh, you get in being in that venue watching a wrestling yeah. show. It's just, it, it, it you got to really experience it to know what I'm talking about. Right, Sam? Absolutely. Um, the other day I said that the ECW arena is my favorite uh, venue to watch wrestling. Mm -hmm. If talking about actual like venues, like arenas, when you're talking about Wells Fargo Center, yeah. Madison Square Garden, you know, Royal Farms Arena, Madison Square Garden is my, my favorite big time arena because that roof just, it just bounces. Like when you scream and yell, that sound yeah. just reverberates right off that roof. And it's just so loud in there. I, I love that place. And I it, think, and, and, what, and what it is about a, the garden is it, it's an arena, right? But it's completely different from like the Barclay Center or like the Wells Fargo's arena. It's like, it's a different type of animal there. Mm -hmm. It's it's like a dome, if anything. It's not yeah. really an arena. It's an I, consider, I consider it like kind of a mini dome. That's like, it, it's just an incredible like experience watching a wrestling show at the garden. So yeah. uh, I'm now, definitely excited for New now Japan my question, in my question, my question, because that was the first wrestling show I went to watch at the Garden, mm -hmm. because yeah, yeah, because the other one we went to the market. But my question was to this in a wrestling show: How long did that cable have to be for that microphone to come down when Howard Finkel used to like bring people in? And now coming to the ring, because remember, he used to come down from like the ceiling. That shit used to come up from all the way up there. That's pretty sketchy. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Like. Like, we used to, okay, watching it on TV. Those are things that you don't think about. All you saw was the mic, boop, yeah. pop down. Yep. But now, being at the garden, even the lights are high up. Mm -hmm. So I feel right. sorry for the guy who would, like, string it down <laughs> from all the way up there. Just saying, just saying. So what else is going on in, in the wrestling world? All right, we started off with some positive news. Let's go to... Uh, no, we started with some negative news because Sam didn't know how to unmute his microphone. All right. Uh, you'll get over it. Come on. <laughs> so let's talk about um some unfortunate news. This one this one bothers me, man. And, and I think if you guys have been uh, listening to the podcast version and following us on, on Facebook, Instagram, you you know why. But, man, our boy Teddy Hart got arrested, dude. Yeah, it sucks, man. I, 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 this hurts me, bro. It really, really hurts me. I'm, I'm really bummed out about this news. Uh, I'm not going to go into details about it, but it's definitely uh, possession of some substances, some drugs or whatever. And uh, if you follow Maria Manic, which is uh, the girlfriend of Teddy Hart, she commented on something, and I'm not going word for word here, yeah. but she said something down the lines that he's gonna he's not going to get out of jail till like April or something. So it's just Damn, an unfortunate situation. Man. I feel bad. Let me just say this. You know, Teddy... I know you're, you're in jail right now, and I, I hope somebody, you know, can get through to you. But, man, just get your shit together, bro. You know what I mean? You're too good of a wrestler, too good of a talent to be throwing it all away, man. You were on the right track. Let's get it together. Rest of 2020, nothing but positive vibes. Come on. Yeah, man. I uh, You said it. You said it best. Sam. Yeah. There, and, there's no other, there's no other, you know, we all want Teddy to do good, you know? Of course. And and he's also a good guy, too, from the things that he's done, you know, with you, Mario, yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, the interactions that people have had with him. Um, but, hey, it's all about that that mindset when he does get out. You know, what what are you going to do to get your name right again? Uh, so let's let's hope that he does something. Uh, what up to X? He's there in the chat with us. What's up, X? Uh, Fad Mania watching all the way from England, from uh, the Queen's uh, backyard. Uh, Chris Brown, Daniel Cummings, and uh, everybody else that's there. Jessica Hoffman, uh, guys, share the video. Let the people know that we are here. Sharing is caring, by the way. <laughs> this no? guy. All right. Um, we know we know the power of sharing. <laughs> 
<laughs> we know now. Well, yeah, people win, you know, stuff. Yeah. They, well, they win gimmicks. And then they follow all of our pages. All not of, ju- not all just Sammy of, Suplex. Yeah, because we don't sing our, our, each other out here, you know, unlike <laughs> other people on this show. Listen, listen. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to follow you because you only post about soccer, bro. Post- this is a wrestling no, show. No, 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 no. The other day, Toluca, which is a team in Mexico, red shirt, okay. they actually had La Parca's uh, mask on yes, their we, shirt. We, we shared it on this To page, commemorate right? the, his passing because yep, yep, he yep. was a big Toluca fan. So, boom, there you go. Oh, okay. A little crossover there. A little crossover. <laughs> Just a little bit. Get Just one. a little bit. Just- <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let me give a congratulations also to uh, Jordan Grace. She became the new Impact Knockouts champion. Yes. True oh, Impact. I wanted to give her a shout out. She ended uh, Taya Valkyrie's 377 day reign. That's a that's a big accomplishment uh, for Jordan Grace, and yeah. she finally uh, you know champion for a promotion. So shout outs to her. Yeah, another notch on the belt for her. She's doing big things. Um, she's definitely one to watch, uh, this year. I mean, she's been one to watch for a couple years now, but you know what I mean? Now that she's got the strap, let's see how her title run progresses and see if it's a successful one. And it's definitely, uh, she's definitely good to watch for other things, if you know what I mean. All right. Um, okay. So let's talk about, we're talking about female wrestling here. Uh, A big news dropped this week. Um, I think we all kind of predicted it. Uh, maybe we didn't talk about it, but we could probably see this coming for, for a while now. It's something that was probably uh, up, up there, you know, something, uh, you know, based on history, family history, uh, Simone Johnson, the rock's daughter, Mm -hmm. uh, signed a deal with WWE. Um, and this is, this is big man. Cause, uh, fourth generation, she has a, it's going to be something to try to, you know, be on that level. Not many could be on that level, you know, surpassing their their parents or their their relatives in any way. And, you know, this is a big family, you know. Uh, I feel sorry for her. It, yeah, it's, it's going to be. It's gonna, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I feel sorry for her because she's <laughs> under pressure. But at the same time, yeah. is like, you know, she has it in her blood. And, you know, let's not. Let's. How does she come out of this? Well, is the question if too. I had to take a wild mm-hmm. guess here. Yeah. This is anywhere from a three-year to five-year plan. Yes. This is not going to happen like she's going to debut in NXT within this year. Uh, she's also yeah. going to school still. Yes. And she's very young. I think she's only 18. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, Charlotte did it. so. You no, know. And, and a lot of people have done it, and a lot of people have also missed. Now, that's why I said I feel sorry for her. Yes. Because any little hiccup, people are going to make, oh, it's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, fire yeah. her. She, she can never fill her dad's boots. No, give it time. Whenever she does debut, right? Whenever mm-hmm. that happens within the next three years, five years, and then after this, I'll let Sam take over. Go ahead, Sam. I, I don't want, because you know I hate the full sale crowd, and I hope that by that time, <laughs> by that time, NXT is out of the full yes. sale crowd, right? Yes. Out of that stupid fucking building. I hope. <laughs> you deserve it. I hope that when she debuts, and hopefully they're out of full sale, they don't uh-huh. start calling this girl Pebbles. Don't call her Pebbles. I knew we were thinking oh, that, but no. that's good, though. And you know, if there's any crowd that would call her that, you know it'll be full sale. You know this, Sam. You know this. Oh God, I, I hope that's not the case. But, but, but okay, but Sam, am I right here? If there's any crowd, it would be the full sale crowd. Yeah, it would be them. But um, what I gotta say about Simone is, uh, I wish her the best of luck. I mean, these are tremendous shoes to fill. It's really exciting, you know. For fourth generation, there's nothing, um, you know. There's nothing but like pressure when it when it comes to this man. Oh. I just I just hope that she can just live up to expectations. 
is is where I'm at because it's it's going to be tough, man. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Not everybody's Charlotte. Now, you know uh, I mean? Fat Mania is saying the Rock's daughter should be called Pebbles. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> if, <laughs> uh, or hopefully she's not like Nia Jax. And remember when Foley's daughter tried and you she leave sucked Nia at Jax it. alone. You oh, leave. Right. You leave Nia. No, 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 not you. Huh, Whoever's huh. saying leave Nia Jax alone. All right. Um, and people are saying that they can't wait to see her in the ring. And, and you know what? Give it time, people. Give it time. Give it time because, and 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 it's funny because Charlotte Flair did go on record and saying that uh, Simone shouldn't just go with her last name, right? And people were saying, no, but look at Charlotte. She's using the Flair last name. Uh, no, she started using the Flair name when she got called up. When she was in NXT, she was just Charlotte. It was just Charlotte. And right. and now my question is. And and Charlotte actually spoke about this on uh, the herd on FS1. She was on there the other day, where her Charlotte's debut was with Ric Flair, but what Charlotte had to do was she had to overcome and be her own person to overshadow her dad's image in coming out to the ring. Now she said, "Look, I had no idea what I was doing, but I still had to like make believe like I was a bigger star than my dad was." At that time. And that's what actually caught people's eye was the way that she composed herself, if you will. Now, do you have Simone come out with The Rock when she makes her debut? No. Oh. I don't. You, I, 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 far away. You know what I would do? Because, you know, uh, a lot of these, there's a lot of NXT talent that we don't see on Wednesdays, right? Yeah. They're, they're doing the, 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 the house run. The, 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 yeah. Okay, they're doing the, the, the house. They have a Brazilian girl. Oh, my gosh. She's so cute. Oh, Taya? Uh, not Taya. No, not Taya. Uh, um, I know what you're talking about. Yes, uh, forget her name. Released. She used the shirt. Released yeah, the day, th- yes. there was rumors that she was going to release, but that's something else. Okay, that but is. I think what they Sorry. need to do with Simone is mm. when she's doing these tours and getting some, like, you know, get, trying to get in-ring ready when yeah. they have her, they should just put her in her mask so people won't know who she is. I mean, they'll still know, but to the casual fan, they won't know. They won't know. They, 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 give her like a, they could give her, like, a Spanish, like, lucha, mm-hmm. luchador Like La something. Generica. Something. Some, <laughs> no, no, that's perfect. Sami Zayn. <laughs> they, they, get, like, they give her something. People don't know who. They probably yeah. think it's some independent talent or some new chick. They won't even know it's her. You know, my jaw actually hit the floor when I looked into El Generico and I found out the dude was Canadian. Like, what the hell? I thought this guy was Mexican. No, you couldn't tell by his Spanish. I know, but I'm, what I was saying is, I was thinking, okay, like this guy, maybe he grew up in Mexico or knows some Mexican guys. Listen, I don't know who you're talking about. Sammy Zane is Sammy Zane, and then no, he no, calls no. somebody I, else. I, but it's two totally different. Yeah. You know, I've never seen him in the room, but but what I'm saying is this. Yeah, you're right. Put her in a mask or put her in, in, in a gimmick where people you won't know keep who she her, is. You keep her away from The Rock, from The Rock's dad, from that whole lineage. And then when you bring her up to the main roster, then you transition her. Because the whole Rocky Mayavia stuff, that was really campy. And I think it hurt him more than it helped him. So, Sammy, what do you think? That Rocky Mayavia stuff also helped him in a way where he got to find who his true character was. Because he was trying to do something that wasn't working. Trying to emulate, you know, his grandfather and things like that. Where, you know, he got to find who the Rock actually was. So, even though it sucked... It got us to where we needed to get to when when you're talking about The Rock. With Simone, I agree that, you know, a mask is a great idea. But then there's, you know, pressure makes diamonds. You know, mm-hmm. while, while you can put her in a mask and protect her that way and she can get the experience in the ring, there's also that part of me that's just like, put her out there. Let's see what she's got. Let's see where it goes, what it turns into uh, organically. So all I'm saying is, man, I it's... A lot of pressure and a big, big shoes to fill. So yeah. I just hope that, you know, she comes out of this 
positively because I know that a lot of times we look back at David Flair. I mean, you look at Tamina. I know she's still on the roster, but come on, what is she doing really? You think yeah. about, you know, Noel Foley, who we, we brought up earlier. It's hard, man. It's hard to fill those shoes, and these are the biggest shoes. Look at Ted yeah. DiBiase Jr. He didn't really live up to no. his father's career. And, and it's no, funny because I was having that conversation with my wife because we were talking about Charlotte Flair and all this. I was like, the name will only get you so far, right? The name right. Will, get, will get yourself in the door. But it's your abilities that is what keeps you there. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, you could be – like there's a thing in soccer, Sam, by the way. There's a thing in soccer where – Maradona's, which is the best Argentine player ever, and mm -hmm. Aguero, right? There's a kid who's his dad is Aguero and his grandpa is Maradona. Like you have soccer in your blood. What is this going to be? A painter? You know what I mean? Like that names it, the name is going to get you to play, but right. your ability is what's going to get you to stay. Shit, yep. we should put that on a shirt. Go ahead, keep on. Go ahead. Sam. <laughs> Amen. I think I think we all can all agree here that we wish the best of yeah. luck for some. By the way, remember we have the the, the, the delay. Mm -hmm. Sami Zayn in Arabic is El Generico. Just in case you guys didn't know. All Get right. the fuck out! I didn't know that. <laughs> all right, thank well, you for keeping it PG there. Let's, Sam. Uh, let's keep this going. Hey, I was the first one to curse here. So. <laughs> I'm gonna listen. Hey, it's all right. Bleep 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 bleep. All right. Um, let's keep the, the news run going. Uh, it came out also this week that WrestleMania 37, it's going to be in L.A. in 2021 yeah. at the SoFi Arena. It's a uh, stadium, I mean. Um, this new. Uh, Why don't uh, they take it to the Staples Center? That's too small. They're probably going to do NXT there. Okay. So the SoFi Arena, that's where they're going to take? The, the sta stadium. That's where, um, okay. I believe, you know, the new stadium in L.A. that they're building as we speak. Okay. So, nice. Um, that's pretty cool, man. Um, Based on... Some of the graphics of the stadium, uh, it looks amazing. And I think Ryan Sadden reported that it, it, it has like a dome mm -hmm. like on the stadium, but the dome is also projector. So it, it could do like um, you could put graphics on there. So let's say if you're on a plane, right, like landing in LAX, like if they wanted to put like the WrestleMania logo on the roof, you could see it like on the plane. Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, wow. That's um, awesome. It's pretty cool, man. It's uh. It uh, this is their first time back in LA since I believe WrestleMania 21. They did uh, do San Jose a couple years ago, I think, for WrestleMania 31. But uh, you know, that, since, that was when they did it outside, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was okay. at uh, Levi Stadium and for 31. And this is the first time they're back in LA since WrestleMania 21. Um, it's cool, man. Everybody seems excited, you know, for this LA uh, uh, WrestleMania thing happening next year. Uh, what's your thoughts, Sam? Uh, we we kind of talked about this off off the air, but um, you know I I kind of said that I'm going to be taking a hiatus from WWE shows, but me and the wife are talking, and LA is a great destination, and like you're saying, this is a new stadium, and this stadium looks amazing. I've never been to LA, so WrestleMania 37 might be in uh in my future coming down. 2021 man i'm really hoping that i can make my way down there you know over there well listen sam uh, that's not the first time you contradict yourself on yeah, the show so it's yeah, okay brother <laughs> hey man that, that looks like it's gonna be a fun time just, just, no, play, it, just play leo and say yeah i'll try <laughs> <laughs> um and it's funny because well, sam sam was asking me too if um if i would go over there and i instantly mm -hmm. told him like you know as much as it does sound fun the plan for me is to go back to Japan and for Wrestle Kingdom in 2021. That's the plan, and I'm trying to stay out there for like. Holy, a, oh sorry. I'm sorry. trying to and I'm trying to stay out there for like a good like 12, 15 days somewhere around there. So I mean, if that happens, there's no way I'm gonna go to LA uh, for WrestleMania. But I mean, if, if plans fall through for Japan, then maybe you'll see me at uh, WrestleMania 37. Um, but so for the people we were talking about before, 
Yeah, that's there you how go. it that's actually a, looks yeah, like. That's, a, well, that's um, what I was talking about. Yeah, so now on the on the top of the stadium, you can actually put, uh, and and I mean inside the stadium, it even looks like really. Oh, huge. it looks great! It looks great. That's yeah. crazy. So there you go. So uh, SoFi SoFi Stadium. Think wow. about it like this: You're going to AEW in in a couple weeks, right? For Revolution. Yep. I'm going to be doing um, the Evolve show. Mm-hmm. You and know, I'm, down the line, and I'm going to be home. Going down to Japan. I cover WrestleMania. We're covering all all bases here. Lucia Outsiders doing big things here. I like this. <laughs> hey man! It's oh, good job, Sam. Good job, Sam. Good job, Sam. Good job. Sam. Good job, Sam. Good job. There you go. That's the boy. Yeah. Yo, me, 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 and Leo just looked at each other. Yo, and, yo he's batting a thousand today. To a family-friendly show because oh I got some god. things I'm trying to say. Oh my god! If you don't get your happy ass out of here, <laughs> how about this? what's so funny is that after sam said what he said right now it got really quiet and i just took one look at leo and we lost it oh man we love you sam we love you you're trying sam you're trying no 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 all jokes aside (laughs) as much as we're laughing sam sam you know the energy sam is that that's the way sam is and it just adds a different element to the show because i'm i'm definitely not as happy as he is and leo's definitely not like that either so it just adds like a different element to the show what what i'm what i'm trying to figure out is he has the same amount of kids that i do i want to know what the hell he's on (laughs) because i can't stand my kids well just know what (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying all right all right, so I'm we can all agree punch that, him in the face. What? that WrestleMania 37 is going is gonna to be great. It's going to be in L.A. It should be an amazing time. One thing I did hear, and mm-hmm. going back to Ryan Sank, and he lives, he lives out there. Yeah. They said that everybody that does not live in L.A., right, that are wrestling fans, mm-hmm. they, he said, you guys are under, underestimating the traffic in L.A. That one part of L.A. to get to another part of L.A. could easily take 45 minutes to an hour. Well, if you guys listen to the Stone Cold podcast, not now because he's on the internet, but mm-hmm. back when he first started, that's what he used to talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. The traffic. He was like, I hate this so much. Like, I could do this at 2 o'clock in the morning. It'll take me 10 minutes. And here I am sitting there in traffic for three and a half hours. So, like, for us that, you know, WrestleMania was out here last year and yeah. we were beat the hell up from going to show to show i can only imagine how it is for la if you're trying to attend like you know going to bar wrestling and go to gcw here or going to uh, another sh- show yeah. happening over here in get la a, get a bike I, I don't know what people not, are gonna not do. a motorcycle I don't, an I don't, actual bike i don't know what people are going to do for these wrestling shows but that's kind of another reason why i'm like man do i really want to do all that but uh no but, no, no no but but whoever goes i yeah. listen whoever does go to la you know whether it's you sam or, or whoever goes or leo. right or leo or leo maybe leo, you never know right? you we never, got some stuff in the in the come in the pipe in the you, pipe you could you could go too but whoever ends up going maybe i end up going who knows i, I don't want maybe the three of us go maybe if japan doesn't happen maybe i'll go but Actually, I keep trying to sell my wife to go to Japan. And she's like 90% there. Go. Okay, so the people that do go, don't just focus only on WWE stuff because yeah. there's a lot of shit, other shit that happens for WrestleMania uh, weekend. You know, yeah. I, I, go to WWE shows. We'll also attend some of the independent variety. promotions too because you're going to see talent yeah. that are eventually going to get signed to these big companies. You Again, know? we're going to go back to our story when we saw Keith Lee and Dijakovic. Uh, <laughs> Dijak. <laughs> I know. <laughs> when we saw them in, in a in a high school gym, yeah, yeah, in um in Connecticut, in Connecticut, and now look at where they are. And, and we also saw Cody there too. We saw Cody and that MJF. Day. MJF was there. Yeah, he wrestled JT Dunn. 
Damn, he uh, was there. Yeah, I told you, man. I haven't seen MJF for a while, uh, you know, making yeah, some work yeah, yeah, in the yeah. Indies. Yeah, because remember I asked you, like, he was playing the same character he as was, uh, Point Dexter. He was, um, he was actually uh, a manager for House of Hardcore a lot of times, mm -hmm. MJF. And, you know... Nah. We used to nope. call. I remember. Uh, remember Tone. Yeah. <laughs> we used to when we used to go to House of Hardcore that, shows. That was the old Sam. We we um <laughs> we used to be like, yo, look at this suit. We used like, yeah. look at this suit. We used to call MJF that. But yeah, MJF. Is, but but, it, but it's funny while. because and and you guys go to a lot more shows than I do. Uh, but you guys do get to see a lot of these guys come up. Um, this week when I actually when I was coming back from vacation, I downloaded the table for three. With uh, Ricochet, um, Adam Cole, and Gargano, and right. and yo, like they've known each other for like fifteen years. Yes, yes, they, they you know the indies, bro. And and that's the thing, like you get to see these guys oh, and, and PWG exactly and how they come up. And it was funny because one of the things that they were talking about was when Ricochet was there, he would get calls from other guys like uh, Gargano and like uh, Cole. Hey, how are things over there? How can I make it over there? So, like, you're always going to get these things moving back and forth either way now because now the indie scene is so much hotter than what it was, let's say, a couple of years ago. But you get to see these guys out there. So that's why we always say, if there's a wrestling show in your area, at least try to go. I agree. You ne you never know who's going to be there. Support everybody. Lucha you Outsiders know, could be there. Support everybody. That's what, that's what I stress people enough. Like, you don't... Just we, you're we, could be, we could be in Japan. Just because you're a fan of WWE doesn't mean you can't like New Japan or not like Ring of Honor or not like MLW yeah. or Impact. There's so much good stuff out there. We could be in LA. Possibly. We could I be mean, in the UK. That's the. We nah. could be in Texas. I'm just saying. I'm just following what Sammy said. Listen, my. my Shut up. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I can't wait to go back and listen to it just for that part specifically because it was hilarious. All right. Let's talk about Raw because uh, something. Um, Bloody happened at Raw. Um, so Oscar and Becky Lynch had an incredible match um, uh, on Monday Night Raw. I thought their, this match was actually better than their Royal Rumble match because um, they had more time to work too. Yeah, I think it was like two commercial breaks. Mm -hmm. So um, Becky went over. You know, I still think they need to do something else with Oscar. She, you know, because the, the fans were cheering for Oscar too in yeah. this match. But that, that's another story. And out comes Shayna Baszler. I was pumped. I was excited to see Shayna Baszler. I love Shayna Baszler. Attacks Becky Lynch, and mm -hmm. then out of nowhere, mm -hmm. she throws her mouth guard away. Oh my god! <laughs> I see a stupid and takes a good chunk of her neck, kayfabe, and bites her. And then Becky Lynch is like a bloody mess, and she's like being all dramatic. And then she charges to the back, and like, oh my god, check my neck. And and the EMTs are trying to like take care of her, and then she's kind of like fighting off the EMTs, and then she drives herself to the hospital. That didn't make sense. In kayfabe, hey, no. Here's the funny part of it. <laughs> One of the EMTs gave like a yeah, a yeah, pat that, to the van. Okay, you can go now. And she and dipped I off, and it kind of took her a while to her, to her to take off too. I I don't. I, I don't know, man. Uh, Sam, go first. Uh, I don't know what to say right now. <laughs> I'm speechless. So, there's there's a couple different dynamics on how I feel about this, okay. right? Um, first off, I like the bite. I don't hate it. I don't love it. I like it. It doesn't need to happen every time she's in the ring. No. What I didn't like was how it didn't do anything for Shayna, really. And it should have done something more for her. And this is what I'll explain. Um, 
Becky should have been out after that. We shouldn't have seen her on on TV after that. And obviously, you've already covered what happened when she, you know, decides to drive herself to the hospital, and yeah. then she actually comes back and then cuts a promo talking shit, right? So that it just made the bite look weak to me. It made Shayna's bite ineffective. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. if somebody's gonna bite the back of your neck and blood is everywhere and everything like that, maybe you should sell it more. And then I understand where Vince is coming from. This is his new Stone Cold project with Becky Lynch kind of where he's making her like an untouchable badass. But the thing is, she's already beaten everybody on the roster. You bring Shayna in. Why don't you have her chase the belt? There was a time where Stone Cold was chasing. He kept getting screwed over back in yeah. the day. Yeah. And that's what made it entertaining to watch because we were like, that dang, Vince McMahon, he keeps screwing over my boy Stone Cold. How's he going to, you know, get get one up on him this time? You know what I mean? Yeah, if okay. Becky keeps winning all the time and looking invincible, you're going to get the Roman Reigns effect. So I thought it was funny as hell when she did what she did, throwing the guy out of the ambulance. And it, and I'm not saying that as it was funny good. It was like funny bad. Like you know what I mean? And it's, it's just... I have like mixed feelings about it. It's 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 weird to me, you know. Let's give the MMA girl a vampire gimmick. That bite, right. that it's, bite it's made me. Little... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Sam. It, she, it's it, a little off. It, it, you know, Shayna Baszler should be booked like Brock Lesnar. She doesn't need a gimmick. No, and um, I, and, may, and maybe we're jumping ahead here because it might not even be a gimmick. Maybe this was just a one you week know thing. It's maybe. gonna be a gimmick. She's I gonna come not. out next week like the Brood with fire and shit. <laughs> Ma Mario. I, all, jokes, all jokes aside, if, if she was to come out with the brew with the brew theme song I mean, and okay. the fire, I'll pop. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I would pop. I would pop. I think the whole crowd would pop. But, 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 um, it, the thing is, we didn't need the bite. We no. didn't need it. No, no. If this was a one week thing, I'm, I'm cool with it. That doesn't mean I liked it, but I'll be cool with it. I, I just don't know. I, I will give Becky credit, though. Even. Uh -huh. I didn't get the whole her coming back and just cutting a promo in the ring. We didn't need that. Yeah, like, we, why did you go did, to the hospital? We, we Well, she went to the hospital. Kayfabe, to what, to and get then, stitches? And then the hospital let her drive the van. The, 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 but that's know. what I'm saying. Like, why, why did you leave in the first place? Like, where were you going? Did you go to the hospital? Did you get stitches? Well, well did regardless. You get a, a bandage? That, that scene we didn't need. We didn't need to see her come back to the ring to cut a promo because that promo didn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. But what I will give Becky credit is for the WrestleMania 37 uh, press conference at the stadium, you know, constructing, yeah, yeah. whatever, she had a patch on her neck. So I'll give her credit there. She's kayfabe. She's kayfabe. So I'll give her credit. But the the bite, the ambulance gimmick, we didn't need all that. Our boy from down under, James Espanto, Fernando Taguay, I think he forgot a couple of names. Uh, it would have been cool if Shayna would have howled like a wolf. <laughs> but, okay, so we've watched wrestling long enough. To know that nothing goes unnoticed, especially if the, if they're if that's the image that they're showing to you, if that's the image that they're sharing on social media, I'm sorry, my my pessimistic uh, way of looking at things is telling me that they're gonna turn it into a vampire gimmick, which is the stupidest thing you could ever do. <laughs> I hope not, dude. I really. Heyman do. was talking about the other day. I saw a video what they wanted to do with Brock Lesnar and all these old timer guys were like, "Oh, you should just stand in the ring and 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 look like a like a Russian and not say a word." I mean, he does thing. look very Russian. Yeah, but that was the worst <laughs> thing you could have done with Brock Lesnar. Of course, Lesner. of course, of course. He would have lasted a, a month. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so now I'm sorry, but I don't want to see Shayna Baszler with this whole new. She needs to be booked like Brock Lesnar. Yeah, just a beast. But and that's what you got to do. Isn't that what we did in uh, NXT? Like, did she just become a, yeah, a vampire she, overnight? No, 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 no. I, I don't know. Maybe Vince just saw the leather jacket with Good the spikes and, and just see how she ties her hair and, uh, and it's always in a bun. And she was like, she looks like a vampire. That bite made me think of myself. Uh, the fuck am I watching? WWE Twilight. Just about. Oh, oh man. There you go. Sammy. <laughs> like I said, man, it's just, it's a, it's a lot of different weird emotions there where why did they even do it if, you know, it, it just seemed to me like they were just trying to get Becky over even more. I mean, she's already over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you got somebody new coming in. Let's give them the shine. You know, it, that's why it rubbed me the wrong way. But, make, you know. Make it seem like a threat. It, like a threat. Right. Let's see what happens this, this Monday. If she comes out like a vampire gimmick, I'm turning my TV off, man. <laughs> Going to sleep. That's about it. <laughs> there you go. Say, hey, Mario, what do you have? Oh, man. All right. So let's let's talk about uh, Money in the Sand real quick. Uh, some notes about Money in the Sand. Uh, Five that's happening, uh, I believe, uh, February 27th in uh, Saudi Arabia. Um, okay. So let's talk about the Raw end first. Uh, uh, Ricochet. <laughs> Ricochet is now your number one contender uh, for the WWE World Championship. He'll be challenging Brock Lesnar for the title in Money in the Sand 5. Um. Listen, man, I like Ricochet, but emotionally, I'm not invested in the guy because, you know, his promos, the, guy, the stuff that they've been giving this guy, it's terrible. Um, they haven't given me a reason as a fan to be invested in this dude, no matter how good he's in the ring. Yeah. I think they should have kept him in NXT a lot longer. I think that would have helped him out in the long run. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to a match uh, standpoint, uh, Brock is known to work great with smaller guys yeah. so this match could be something at uh at money in the sand first of all let's hope so mm-hmm. let's hope yeah. so because we we've gone into pay-per-views and we've gone into shows and matches where we're like oh this is gonna tear the house down mm-hmm. and then at the end of the day it falls flat yeah but brock lesnar's track record with smaller guys yeah. ray mysterio aj style seth rollins went not the WrestleMania match, mm-hmm. but the SummerSlam match. Uh, Daniel Bryan, Finn Balor. When he when he works with smaller guys, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, it's it, yeah. it's going to be a great match. So, uh, Sam, what's your thoughts on this match? I'm hoping that it's not reminiscent of the first time he wrestled Kofi Kingston in Japan, oh, where oh. it was about a one-minute match. Wow. I hope that we get a good ten, ten minutes maybe out of this match. You know, we obviously know that Brock is not losing. He's, you know... A huge draw. He's going to be, you know, headlining WrestleMania again. Uh, that's one of the, the the selling points for WrestleMania this year. But I hope we get an entertaining match. You know what I mean? And I think you hit the nail on the head when you said, you know, WWE isn't giving us a reason to be emotionally invested in, in Ricochet. Yeah. You know what I mean? He needs to take what they're giving him and you know project it in a in a better way because we've seen Samoa Joe do that. Uh, in the past where he takes what WWE gives him, maybe twists it a little bit, and then he comes out with a fire promo. Ricochet needs to find his groove and find what works for him and figure out what is the WWE version of the Ricochet character. Mm. Because he pretty much hasn't evolved since his independent days. He's the same guy we used Mm. to see in House of Hardcore and in New Japan and, and, uh, you know, 
all these other independent promotions. He's just got a cooler entrance. I just don't want to see him talk, to be honest with you. you it's you know, cringeworthy every time he opens his mouth. It's funny, it's funny you say that. So, Because what I'm thinking is, he looked more like a credible threat. Threat, again. I said it A credible threat as Prince Puma in Lucha Underground. And he didn't talk. Well, he didn't talk. <laughs> You're right. Right. He looked more like a threat there mm -hmm. than any of the stuff that he's done in the WWE. So, but why did he look like a threat? Because he didn't talk. Mm -hmm. Because, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you could do all these moves. He's basically talking with his moves. Like, who was the one that told him when he was like, oh, I'm not here to talk. Then shut up. Randy Orton. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so don't talk. Like, show me what you could do. Like, do the moves. Give me that. that remember when Rey Mysterio had that whole thing when he was going against the big show? He didn't do a lot of talking. It was mostly the big show saying, I'm not going to let this little piece of caca beat me. Right? Mm -hmm. So, but, but again, you need to not feel sorry for him, but he needs to look like a threat. Like he can actually pull this off, whether it's by hitting him with a pipe or something like Rey Mysterio did when, at the end. Right? Or can he pull it off? But I don't need him to tell me how he's going to pull it off. Just try it. Okay, it doesn't work the first time. Okay, it doesn't work the second time, but you're still trying it. Again, show it like Prince Puma. He didn't say a single word. And he was a threat. Exactly. A credible threat at that. Exactly. So there you go. Good thing you said he doesn't talk. All right. You mentioned Randy Orton, so we'll get back to Money in the Sand 5 in a little bit. But speaking of Randy Orton, two weeks later, we still have no answer on why he attacked Edge and why he beat the shit out of Edge. But mm -hmm. we definitely got an interesting segment this week. We got Matt Hardy. If you guys have been following Matt Hardy on social media... Uh, this guy's on his way out. At least he's portraying that, you know, mm -hmm. he's going to be on his way but out. But I thought he was supposed to be out. Why is he still showing up tomorrow? Well, that, that came out of nowhere. Because, okay, No pun. So, yeah. <laughs> that, that came out of nowhere. So we had this great segment with Matt Hardy and Randy Orton. and actually had the highest portion of the rating mm -hmm. for Raw this week. Yes, it did. Where Matt Hardy talks about Edge's past, like their history, you know, with mm -hmm. the whole Lita thing and how they... Revo uh, they they started a revolution with the TLC matches and you know with, the, with them and the Dullies and Edge and Christian obviously yeah and it was a really great promo and Matt Hardy he, every time he comes out he gets a pop he probably gets one of the loudest pops of, of the night of when it comes to Raw and uh they ended up having a quick back and forth and then Randy Orton um hit him with a concerto. So everybody instantly thought including myself was like yo that's, that's it, it. We're, we're not seeing Matt Hardy no yeah. more that's where you write him off TV. And now uh, they just booked a, a no holds barred match for uh, tomorrow night um, between Randy and Matt. Uh, this I'm assuming this is going to be the last time we see Matt Hardy on television. Um, I wanted to give a quick shout out to Raj Geary. He runs a uh, Wrestling Inc. Mm -hmm. I've had conversations with him in the past. Really, really nice guy. He tweeted out something that definitely made me scratch my head, and, and I'm not really sure if I agree with him or I disagree with him. But he tweeted out, I'm um, saying like, you know, Matt Hardy returning to have this match with uh, Randy Orton, right? Does that kind of hurt Edge? Because we haven't seen Edge back in weeks, right? Mm -hmm. And it did get me thinking, like, he got a point here. But at the same time, Edge has a bad n neck, right? Yeah. Obviously, he's clear to wrestle now, but he has a history with neck issues and stuff. So I, I do see I, I do see how people could argue that. Maybe mm -hmm. it hurts Edge. Maybe it doesn't. But uh, I just wanted to give him a, a shout-out real quick because it's definitely an interesting yeah. tweet. No, and, and, that's, and it's funny because uh, uh, Fad Mania is saying, what if Jeff Hardy returns tomorrow? Now, I'm going to say this. You don't, and, and this is what it go. It always goes back to what I always say is that's why you need a stable, because if if I see Edge and Randy Orton, and now they're not a stable, but you kind of group them together. So what if you know what Matt Hardy 
his last match. He's about to do the concerto again. Now Jeff Hardy comes out. You can extend this this storyline, right? And then when Orton is about to beat Jeff Hardy, then that's when Edge comes back. So now it means more. So boom, Jeff makes a save for Matt. Yes. Then you have Jeff and Orton. The only flaw I see in that is Jeff is such a big star. I don't know if you want to use that just as filler to get to Edge. But but what I'm saying is this. That, that's why with the whole thing with having uh, um, stables is mm. I don't need to see Randy and Edge until, until the payoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, I, I'm a, I'm with you on that. We don't need to see Edge on TV. But Sam, what's your thoughts on this whole, uh, you know, Edge, Matt Hardy, uh, Jeff Andy Hardy, Warren? possibly? Well, I, I think um, you you said something that that made my ears perk up. They had the largest rating last dog? week, oh, so uh, portion of the rating. So I feel like that's why we're going to see uh, Matt back, you know, on TV with uh, Randy Orton. Obviously, Vince wants to to pop a rating before he uh, loses Matt to AEW or Ring of Honor, wherever he winds up. But um, as as for you know this whole thing with Randy Orton, I think he's doing some of the best work of his career right now. Yeah. Um, he's doing a lot by not doing a lot, if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? He's he's garnering heat by just going out there and not giving us an answer. Um. I think Leo was right when he says we don't need to see Edge and Orton touch until WrestleMania. I think that builds more of an anticipation for the match, and it means more when it actually happens. And you're going to get a bigger pop, you know what I mean? So I think you keep Edge off of TV. As for Jeff coming back, it would be cool, Mm -hmm. but I feel like, man, that's like a, a whole program unto its own. Like, And they have history. That it could run like, three or four months with Orton and, and Jeff. So maybe well, I mean, not. But you can still yet. use it as filler, though. I want, I want to use Jeff as filler. Okay, so what do you use as filler then? Because it, Matt is leaving. Matt leaves. All you could do is just Randy Orton be, being, you know, he could be a prick. He could go show up to NXT and harass Beth Phoenix. Christian could, you know, go confront okay, okay. Um, Randy Orton. And, and you know what I want to see Randy do? This is, this is not with Randy. This is more a booking. Mm-hmm. We're seeing like this dark p you know scumbag randy Orton right now which that's he's at best when he's this character right being himself what i want to <laughs> see i want to see the punt again i want to see yeah. randy Orton do yeah. the punt yes. like how dope would it be if he punts like beth phoenix <laughs> on yeah. nxt commentary i don't know like, or, 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 <laughs> like remember when when triple h and randy Orton were feuding he rko'd stephanie yeah, yeah. he punted vince mcmahon like imagine Randy Orton hits those levels. You get it? you get it? Yeah. Like screw it, man. Like, this is kind of right this, this is kind of listen, listen, this is kind of dark real, you know. No, 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 no this is kind of dark. But yo, hell. Why doesn't Randy RKO want to edge his kids? Like let's see this. <laughs> oh no. Like let, like listen, I'm just being honest here. Like one thing that Sam and I on the on the road episode that Sam and I talked about is we saw Randy turning on edge. But they they grabbed us, and this is something that's missing in the WWE front. They grabbed us. They made us believe. We even though it's like, come on, yeah, Randy, we expected this from Randy. But they grabbed us. That's missing in wrestling. Right, right. Getting people emotionally invested, though, and the only person that's doing that right now is Cody Rhodes. Um, so if Orton can do the same thing on another level of being a scumbag, 
Why the hell not? Yeah, I love the idea. Have him show up to NXT and punt Beth Phoenix. That's that's amazing booking right <laughs> let's, there. Let's get that trending. <laughs> hey, hey, man. Hey, man. Punt <laughs> I'm just a talker. This is what I do, you know? <laughs> Hashtag punt Ben Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm still with the Randy, you know, RKO, uh, one of the kids, no, man. I'm, but, I'm with that. <laughs> but again, but but it's storyline. Hello, this is, again, why, that's why I always say you have the stable. What is the stable? You have his wife, his kids, people that are close to him, people that he's had history with, where you don't get to see Randy and Edge. Like, again, Edge is going to be chasing him. He's going to be coming in and out. You know what I mean? Like, you could do it any which way you want to, but they don't have to touch. Because then that will make the WrestleMania match a lot more enjoyable and a lot more like, you know what? I'm looking forward to this. Not, oh, goddamn, I'm getting uh, King Corbin and and, uh, and the big dog again. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I, I, I seriously don't care about that anymore. But I do want to see Edge and, uh, and Orton. All right, uh, you mentioned Cody Rhodes, uh, Sam, so let's talk about some AEW stuff. Um, Cody! Man, those 10 lashes from last week, dude. That you know, we we, we talk about how Randy and Edge got us emotionally invested in that. And, you know, when the segment first started, I think a lot of people underestimated because they they saw, like, the little size of the bell. And I'm like, ah, that's whatever, man. But, like, us Latinos know, yo, yo, them (laughs) belts, bro, (laughs) yo. Them belts, yo. It hit me here. Yo. (laughs) Yo, Latinos know about that belt. But but man, seeing that they that's that's a segment that that got us invested, emotionally invested, and we were seeing Cody like struggling, and then you had, you know, his older brother Dustin coming out and hugging him and saying, like, you got a couple more, and then you had the young bucks coming out and like grabbing his head and be like, You got a couple more, bro. And then Brandy came out and Dude, it, it got us emotionally invested in this segment, and and we talked about MJF, you know, for the Luchis, but you know, we said that he was the uh, the breakout star of 2019, but right now he is the heel yeah, yeah. of a, tw- a 2020 as of right now. You know, uh, he he's just despicable. You know, he, and, he's and, being and booked it, right. And one thing about AEW is, especially when it comes to this feud, is making us believe a lot and. Mm-hmm. Cody, a VP, you know, guy running the ship over there, you know, obviously with Tony Khan, but running the ship, like the face of AEW, the fact that he's putting himself, you know, in segments yeah. like this just shows how much he loves professional wrestling and he and he breathes it and bleeds it. So um, much respect to Literally. this whole segment and Cody Rhodes. Uh, Sam? Yeah, man. I think we saw it firsthand in Baltimore when he took that, that crazy dive and cut his, you know, split his wig, man. And he's rocking that scar to this day, you know what I mean? He didn't get plastic surgery to fix that, you know what I mean? He just stitched it up or glued it together and kept it moving. Uh, This guy loves professional wrestling. Uh, You know, it's phenomenal the kind of work that he's putting out there right now. And I I made a post on Instagram, uh, I think it was last night, where I, I covered, like, Cody, since the beginning of AEW, with his work with Dustin yeah, to Jericho, so now with MJF, every storyline has made me emotionally invested. He's doing the best work of his career right now. It's great to be a professional wrestling fan because you got two choices. You know, if you don't like what WWE's doing, you could throw on, you know, AEW and you know what I mean? You got NXT doing great stuff too, and it's on demand on the network. So if you're a wrestling fan, you got the network there. And man, it's 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 wonderful stuff that, you know, we're seeing right now. It's 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 great. 
Well, you're saying wonderful stuff, and we're not going to talk about something not so wonderful, and it's not uh, the talent's fault. Stupid it's just, ass people. It's just people that you know always think that their opinion matters. You know, the trolls of the world, and 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 you know the guys that that that, that just. Just go the extra mile to shit on something if they don't like it. Um, but Mario, my opinion, my opinion does matter. I am a wrestling fan, Mario, and I have Twitter and I have Instagram, and you should listen to what I say, Mario. My opinion matters, Mario. You know how many times I fucking get <laughs> comments and stuff on some of the posts that I post, and I don't give a damn. I ignore it. Like I, you know. But you're supposed to read what I write because what I write matters, Mario. How about no? <laughs> um, so Did I miss something? Was somebody trying to troll the page? What happened? What no, 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 just no, no, wrestling no, no, fans no, in just general. Wrestling fans in general. We're, we're, still in, we're still talking about AEW. So uh, yeah. Nyla Rose and Rio put an incredible match on Wednesday night. It was oh, a well-told story. That was probably one of the best female matches I've seen in AEW. In the brand yes. of AEW, mm-hmm. that's probably one of the best female matches. Just the way that Rio started the match made you say, okay, she's taking this match seriously in the sense that um, being threatened by this by this match, and the story was well told. You're right. Yeah, they, one David of the and Goliath. Matches. Yep. David and Goliath. Mm-hmm. Um, and the match was great. Um, and Real's title run is an end. Nyla Rose is now your new AEW Women's Champion. Okay, congrats to her. Fan of hers. I like it. Now, what do you like? Now, here's the controversy. Everybody's you know picking on her, saying like, "What well, she's a man, ba ba ba, this this and that." Yo, she should be wrestling in the match. Listen. We lit. It's 2020, people. Listen, there's transgenders. There's this. This happens. Just accept it already. If you can accept Undertaker being the dead man, being why? Dead. Why can't you accept? Or you know, being a sumo wrestler. Someone, and, and this is not just in wrestling. This is just yeah. life. If someone decides they want to change themselves, if that's what makes them happy, who cares? We right. and. Going back to like, well, well, she shouldn't be women's champion. Listen, in Impact, Tessa Blanchard's the the, yeah. the world's champion. Mm-hmm. There's things called inter intergender wrestling. Yeah, and yeah. in this are, case, are there any intergender titles? Um, independent independent promotions definitely okay. have a world title that they'll. No, no, I'm saying like a tag team championship for intergenders. Not intergender, but like in AAA, in AAA, there is there's a there's a tag de parejas that's like boy and girl. Yeah, yeah, okay, but um. You know, I, I'm not bothered by Nyla mm-hmm. Rose uh, winning the title. If anything, I think she should have been the, the yeah. first ever AEW Women's Champion. But uh, no, I'm cool. I, I would have been cool with no, it. No, no, okay. But ahead. um, I have no issue with it. I'm not. I don't invest in this. The trolls and people that mm-hmm. are complaining about like, oh, the transgender thing. Like, listen, if you can't get hit with the with the times, you're just an ing- ignorant person. That's on you. Okay. Uh, I'm cool with it. I, I congrats to Nyla Rose. Now she shouldn't have been the first champion, right? Because that was the obvious reason. Right now, how do you have her get stronger? You have her get the title now after you've established, you know, the 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 landscape, if you will. Right now, what bothers me, and I know it probably bothers you and it bothers Sam, is to the lengths that people get to to shit on what they're doing in AEW. Right. So it's okay if you write in there, right? And and we're we're all entitled to our opinion, and that's fine. But when you take it that extra step and you find pictures of Nyla Rose when before she transitioned mm-hmm. and you make a collage and you say, hey, this is your AEW Women's t- uh, Champion, that comes from a hateful place. That's people yeah. that, that just doesn't, they don't like where they're at in life. That comes from a hateful place. Absolutely. That's what trolls and, are. And, and even the, the posts that people are putting up, you know what? Wrestling 
it's an art form, mm. right? Now, me personally, I have an issue when when they go head to head in sports because you do gain an advantage, and that has to do with the body type, and we can get into that another day. Mm. But what I'm saying is this: it's a sport, right? What what we're doing here is art. It, it's a, it's an art form. They're telling a story. Not uh, and and you guys remember when China first came on the scene, a lot of people were saying, "No, she's not a full female." Mm-hmm. Am I right or am I wrong? No, you're right. People so, thought that she was a dude but, too. But that was back then. Now imagine if you had social media that we have now. Oh back, God. back when China first came out. And that was before she got the <laughs> done. And, you know, based on some of the, the, the stuff that came out of China after her passing, you know, she was struggling with mental health. So God but, only knows what would have happened with China if social media was a thing back of then. Of course, but, but, um, but it, it, it comes from a place of hate. That's why there's a lot of groups that unfortunately we're in where you have people that, and, and yeah, I'm going to say it directly to that one person. Fuck you, Aaron Ra from that fucking group. You have an issue, right? Because you're not happy with your life. So you are coming up with this persona online where you try to put yourself over. Dude, you're a guy. <laughs> you're a guy just like Sam, just like Mario, just like me that walk and talk and have a nine to five. Your opinion does not matter. And even when we do the show here, I'm sorry, but I'm we do the show because we like it and there's people that enjoy it, mm-hmm. right? But our opinion doesn't matter. No. Because we're you, not we're not in the wrestling business. Exactly. This is, this, this is just a fan based uh wrestling show podcast that we share opinions with each other, but not everybody listen, you know how many people don't agree with me? You think and, and I care, fine. you think I cry over and it? No, I don't I don't get I don't entertain trolls because the 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 a troll, they want to grab your attention. That's the whole purpose yeah. of a troll. If they can't grab your attention, guess what? Yeah. They failed. Of course. They failed. Of course. Uh, Sam, what's your thoughts on this whole Nyla Rose thing and ahead, just Sam. the Rio match and just everything in I'm general? Sorry, I'm sorry I took all your spots, Sam. Go. <laughs> it's all good, man. We uh, There's three of us, so we can just keep the ball rolling. Um, <laughs> what I think about is the match was great. The trolls are terrible, but um, I will touch on this. I feel like AEW should use it. Because Nyla Rose, mm-hmm. she's a heel to begin with. You know what I mean? Just just keep the title on her. Piss people yeah, off. I'm Let her you. have a run where she's squashing everybody. And I feel like she should have like a like a year run, six months to a year around there, depending on how it works out. Um, and I feel like the the knight in shining armor should be Chris Statlander to to take her out. As as for the trolls, man, that that's always going to be a thing whether it's you got transphobia or racism um you know it's just it's, it's out stupidity. there the, the best thing to do is just ignore it and try to be the best person that you, you could be personally and you know if you have kids just raise them right because you know obviously somebody failed with some people online and yeah you know it, it shows a so. lot of them the guy wears glasses he drives a minivan just saying um it's, it's- <laughs> It's it's you stalk his page, Leo. What happened? Uh, no, no, not at all. Because th- this is this is my thing, right? Like I know I know when you're trying to put yourself over, and I've never been the person. And Mario has known me three years now, right? I think, and, it's, I think it's a little like bit four longer. years, yeah, right. And th- I've done a lot of things that people don't even know about, and I've never been the one to put myself over, okay? In the sense that you know what, my actions are going to speak for what I do. Right. So now I hate when people do that, especially how you're going to talk shit from your car, which, hello, I had a minivan. So I know exactly you were driving a minivan saying that you got a Porsche. No, dude, 
You're driving a minivan. I know that belt buckle. I know that. Ba- Hello. You know what I mean? So, and, and, this, and this is the thing. A lot of people come up with this, with this persona online that right. they're not. Yeah. Dude, your, your life does not revolve around your phone. Your life yeah. is what's in front of you. Some people are like that, unfortunately. And, and, and you know that's what? toxic. And if that hate gets you to tomorrow, I'm sorry, dude. I don't want you here. I don't want yeah. you listening to our stuff. I don't like you. I don't want you liking our post. And I'm sorry. And I know that that might take some people away. But Bro, at the end of the day. You're talking to me. I, I, I shit on our own I'm audience. Just, Let's I'm be just, honest I'm here. just saying is this. We come from a good place. When we sit here and we criticize something, it's not because it's black or white or Latino or green or Asian. It's none of that. It's because we like the wrestling world. We like we know what we like. And there's people out there that go ahead and they share what we like also. So now we're having not a not a racial debate or not not a hateful debate. A gender debate. We're and, and or any of that. We're having a wrestling debate. And mm. none of us, and that's why the three of us get along, because neither of us are trying to put ourselves over. We're, we're here to just have a conversation. Again, so if you're that person, whatever the fuck, Isaac Rack, whatever the hell your name is, I don't want you here. I'm sorry. I, I think I think for the most part, even though there's a couple people. I'm sorry, that, I went a little limited. I think there's a couple people, and I'm not going to name you because I don't care about you, but Isaac that, that actually do like Asshole. and follow our page that... that you know, try to say stupid comments or whatever. I ignore everyone, to be yeah. honest with you, because, I, I, you know, we all have busy lives or whatever, and sometimes some of the comments are just stupid. But there is some... <laughs> uh, no, I'm being honest. Yeah. And there, there is some ignorant, sometimes left-field comments that people do mm. post, and, I, you know, whatever. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. I just don't entertain stuff like that. But yeah. that's just being... That's, that's Unfortunately, that's part of being a wrestling fan. There, It's a toxic world. Sam and I have seen it at wrestling shows. You have seen it, Leo. It's just yeah. there's toxicity when it comes to wrestling fans. Not everybody's like that. And that's why I, I say it all the time. I hate wrestling fans. I think wrestling fans are their own worst enemy. Not everyone's like that, but a good portion of it is. Um, James Esponzo say Leo definitely knows his stuff about minivans. Leo has like five kids. That's what he knows of. I do. I mean, I have minivans. What the hell do I'm going to tell you? All right. You're being sore. All right. Like I said, we all support Nyla Rose here. Congrats. Yep. To, congrats to her. Uh, but let's keep on going with this AEW stuff. Um, so Jeff Cobb. Uh, Jeff Cobb. Well, Jeff Cobb. We're going to talk about Jeff Cobb. Mm-hmm. But John Moxley had a great match with um, Santana from... Uh, pro, uh, yes. From... Uh, from but, Los Boricuas. From... <laughs> From the, the New York region, <laughs> from proud and from proud and powerful. powerful. I was gonna call them LAX. Um, and um, w- one thing I did notice about this, like when they were building up to this match throughout the show, yeah, man, Santana cut a, had a little sit down with Jr. and his promo. It's like, dude, it's like it, even though he's a heel and he's part of a heel stable, it kind of made you want to root for Santana because yeah. with the story he was telling telling about his dad being blind at, you know, when he was younger and then his dad passing away, it's like, how can you root against this guy? And Especially with the video montage. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like, man, you know, if you're one of these fans that, that only cheers for one guy and boos the other, I'm not one of those guys, but, but it kind of made you... Was like, man, I kind of want him to be John Moxley, but um, <laughs> yeah, John Moxley ended up getting the win. I had one little um, uh, uh, Easter egg that I did notice because uh, Santana was wearing an eye patch too. His eye patch had the Boricua colors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. it had the Puerto Rican flag. So I thought that was like a nice little nugget. And um, before uh, the match, like I said, they were building up to this match. They had a little backstage segment with Chris Jericho with the inner circle. 
And he was saying that if John Moxley could get past Santana, you know, his his brother, his, his you know, boosting up Santana, he's gonna have to go. Uh, he has a bounty hunter for him, and they announced that it's Jeff Cobb. And I'm like, holy shit, this guy was just at Ring of Honor mm-hmm. for Free Enterprises on Sunday. So I'm thinking like, yo, did this guy sign a deal? Like, what's going on here? And we're gonna talk about Jeff Cobb in in details on what's his situation. But uh, after John Moxley beat Santana, uh, the inner circle came out and just started wailing on John Moxley. And then out of nowhere, you see Jeff Cobb coming in like a beast, hits on uh, the tour of the islands to John Moxley, and man, that image of the inner circle with Jeff Cobb in there. That's a priceless image. I got kind of like WCW feels with the NWO just terrorizing people. Yeah. I, I definitely love that that image right there of Jeff, Jeff Cobb with the inner circle. Um, Sam, what's your thoughts on all this? First off, I got to say, I, I love Jeff Cobb. He reminds me of ECW Taz, not WWE Taz, but ECW Taz mixed with ECW Rhino. You know I what mean, I mean? Mm-hmm. If those two had a kid, mm-hmm. it would be Jeff Cobb. He is a powerhouse, uh, you know. He'll be an ugly ass kid, but go ahead, sorry. <laughs> he's a powerhouse, <laughs> you know. He throws some suplexes, you know, on the Marcus suplex. Disgusting ass. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, sorry, anyway, sorry. Um, it's great to see him in AEW. Um, this is this is great for AEW if they could actually land him. Now, you said that uh, we're going to talk about his situation in, in detail. From what I understand, he's a, a free agent right now that he's yeah. just kind of, I guess, testing the waters and seeing how this is going to work out. Maybe if he does wind up signing with AEW down the line. But you think about like who might be joining their roster this year. You know, with you know maybe a Jeff Cobb, maybe a Matt Hardy, um, Brian Cage. Brody Lee, Brian Cage. Brody Lee, you think about Brian, Brian Cage, Cage, you too. think about um, what's Neff's name from New Japan, Lance Hoyt, yeah. right? Lance Archer. Mm-hmm. Um, man, you know, AEW is going to be amazing by the time Double or Nothing comes around. You think about what the roster is going to look like, it's going to be totally different. So, um, well, and, and now don't they need us uh, like a second roster because they they are going with that second show, right? Yeah, yeah but that's I don't. Where I was headed. But, yeah, they're gonna get that second show, so they need this this talent. So I'm hoping that Jeff Cobb likes the environment, likes what you know he sees with with Tony Khan. You know he's gonna be getting them health benefits if he signs on that dotted line. So I think that would be a great pickup for AEW. Um, as for the Santana thing, man. I loved it, but at the same time, I'm like, this guy's a heel. Why? Sh- why is he doing this with Jr.? Yeah. It all it made me kind of think like, are they gonna be down the line like splitting up the inner circle sooner than I, than I thought? Maybe LAX or PMP, whatever, whatever you want to call them, winds up kind of leaving the inner circle within the next couple of months because why else would they do that? Because that was a very mm-hmm. like. It reminded me of right before um, Mick Foley's full babyface turn when he was Mankind. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like when, and when they sit turned down the with VO JR and the yeah. interview, and then shortly after that, he did the dude love thing. It kind of reminded me of that. And, uh, man, I, w- I would love to see them just kind of split apart from the inner circle because they deserve the tag titles, to be honest with you. I don't see that happening as they're being Jericho's lackeys right now. You know, yeah. So, uh, for the match, the match was great. The match was great, but um, yeah, that's that's my feelings on Jeff Cobb. Do Do uh, you think Do you think Sam that in order for that to have come through as him being a heel, maybe Jr. should have taken a bump? 
It would have been beneficial, but at if, JR's if age, if Santana would have pushed JR off the chair, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like that, that would have made it made it a little bit better, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, I don't know how it would have made sense you know, if if it would have been Tony. I think Tony could take the bump, or maybe right, even the, or right. maybe even Delirious. Yeah. So, uh, just, but but that's the thing. Somebody's would have taken the bump. So not then, Delirious. Oh my man, not Delirious. Excalibur. Taking, Excalibur. There you go. I'm sorry. Because because then right. you would have had that that that. Yeah, I do have a sob story, but I'm still an asshole. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It, it, my man, my man, Excalibur, not Delirious. Yeah. Uh, Excalibur could have been, you know, because did, did, did Excalibur ever wrestle? Yeah, he used to be a wrestler. Bro. Nice. Yeah, it so could have been something as easy as taking Jr.'s hat off his head or you and flicking, throwing it to the ground, it. stepping just on it. Yeah, flick yeah. the hat, flick like, the hat, the cowboy hat. Yeah. Um, okay, so well, let's talk about a little bit more about Jeff Cobb. Mm-hmm. So um, he's he I is keep a freaking corn on the cob. He is a free agent. <laughs> um, based on people that know him and what's been reported right now is that he really wants to do business with New Japan. So I'm thinking like somewhere down the line, I know he has some dates with Ring of Honor still, you know, going into April or whatever. Mm-hmm. So what I think could potentially happen is if Jeff Cobb does decide to go to AEW uh, route, maybe in the middle of this year, 2020, maybe he could work out a deal kind of like John Moxley and Chris Jericho with New Japan where he could still do New Japan dates in Japan but be signed to AEW, you know? That'd be great. That'd be great. And then I, I know it's a long shot because of the bad blood with the Bucks and, and New Japan and how everything kind of like disintegrated. But that's another another like like olive branch almost, if you will. Like you, you got Jericho trying to mend the fence. You got, you know, Moxley. Another, another connection. Another branch. Right. And now Jeff Cobb maybe trying to work out the same kind of deal. It's almost like inevitable like come on let's get over it is this going to be good business you know but now let's say and we're going to fantasy book real quick because i know we have a lot of other stuff but let's say they do work together do you go with an invasion angle you know, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate an invasion <laughs> angle. To be I would, honest, an invasion you, angle done right. I would not be mad at an invasion angle. Okay, not at all. Not right. at all. Both ways. Both ways. Absolutely. Okay. I like you know, it would be dope Same. if like uh, Abushi showed up at an AEW show with like some New Japan talent and attacked Kenny Omega and said that he was upset that he left him in Japan. I, I was thinking you know something. Saying? I was thinking something similar to yours, but I was gonna yeah. go the Bullet Club route and have them attack the Elite. That'd be dope too. That'd be really dope. Yeah, because because <laughs> then you don't know where it's coming from, and then at the end of the day, you know what? We just attack everybody. Then you hit Moxley. Then you hit you know just mm. go down the gauntlet. Yeah. So right. uh, we we uh, damn we left the fantasy. Book. <laughs> Speaking of Jeff Cobb, uh, he actually did do a show with Ring of Honor Corn free enter- free enterprises, which was a free show. I actually ended up watching this show, and man, yo, Ring of Honor, yeah, they're they're getting their momentum going because it was a really great show, and uh, one of the 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 main things that I got out of the show was um uh, so you know how you, we're building this this rematch. For the Crockett Cup with Marty Scroll challenging for the NWA title yes. against Nick Aldis, right? Mm-hmm. This is what big storyline happened both in Ring of Honor and NWA. So, um, Nick Aldis' conditions was: I'll give you the rematch, but if you lose, you have to refund everybody that attended the show, right? <laughs> very old school, very okay. old school thing, right? I like that. I like that. Okay, so. This past Sunday at Free Enterprises was a tag match. It was um, PCO and Marty Scurll yeah. versus Roosh and Nick Aldis, right? So anytime Nick Aldis comes out, man, that dude is a star. I don't know how WWE missed the boat on him and not sign him. 
This dude is a star. By the way, real quick, going back to the people that you can get, Sam, the AEW, EC3. Just saying, just came to my mind. Now, no, with, with Nick Aldis, He's right? A star, dude. What star. I was What I was watching with uh, with uh, Corgan, Corgan, the, the guy the from Corgan. the okay? In that interview, he says that when he first bought NWA, right, it wasn't, let's just throw money at it and put it on TV. Let's not throw money at it and put it out there. Mm-hmm. Let's get the right people in place. And one of the people that he built around to get the NWA power ultimately Nick was Nick Aldis. Now, you got Tim Storm as mm-hmm. part of the deal because people felt— He's the old-school veteran, too. Exactly. So mm-hmm. now what did that do? That got people invested in that old-school mentality of we have our champion. He's going to go to different territories. And he actually had a working relationship with uh, with some uh, people in Tennessee, with a wrestling company in Tennessee. That's why, that's why they had the Crockett Cup two years ago. Mm-hmm. But what he said was, Nick Aldis is your star. He is a star, bro. It, it's gotten to the point, and Sam and I talked about it in, in the road episode that we did. Whenever Nick Aldis, and I'll get back to the Marty stuff, yeah. but whenever Nick Aldis drops that title, is going to feel kind of weird because when I see that title, I instantly think of mm-hmm. Nick Aldis now. Right. Well, right. no, I, I think it will be helpful to them. Oh, absolutely. Because now you could turn Aldis into a babyface Some- searching for that title. So going back to this angle, Marty countered offered him mm-hmm. and was like, "Here's my counter offer. If I win, I'm your new NWA champion and I'm the face of NWA Power and the NWA brand. If I lose, if I lose, yeah, I will write you a check for half a million dollars." Damn. Damn. So it, it's just very old school booking here. It reminds me of the days back when Ric Flair, back in the 80s. And yeah, stuff. It's, very, took his Rolex. It, it's very old school booking here, and we're going to get the match at the Crockett Cup in April, uh, Marty versus Nick Aldis, too. And for mm. those that uh, watched Nick Aldis and Marty won last year, that match was a very underrated match because it yeah. was amazing. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing. Like, so now with nwa power right and again i know i'm gonna go back to the to the thing i just watched this morning because again it's it's a really good interview one of the things that that was said in that interview was we are in when you talk about professional wrestling we're in the conversation absolutely absolutely the only difference is that we're not backed by a multi-billionaire dude everything which is true if you look at it like, Everything NWA is doing is, is phenomenal. The only negative I have to say about NWA, and I was talking to uh, my boy Kevin Scott about Sonner. it. No, 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 no. He's that. doing some good stuff. They changed the theme song. They should have left Dokken into the fire. They changed it to mm. some Pantera song. Bring back Dokken into the fire. That's, that song was perfect for the show. Yeah. Into okay, Anyway, but what, what I'm saying is this. <laughs> what, when, you're lo- when you're looking at, at, let's say, the five brands of wrestling, right? You have WWE. You have AEW. You have... Ring of Honor. Impact. Ring of Honor and Impact are like kind of... MLW but, too. Yeah, so what are your top fives then? NWA Power is there. <sighs> so you got mm. WWE. Yes. And that's everything in WWE. Bring you it know, down. No, no, everything goes into uh, WWE. WWE, New Japan. Strong here in the States? In the, I think globally they're stronger than AEW. Globally. Because by the way, uh, I saw a little tidbit. I, I didn't get a chance to look into it. You... That uh, impact drew a 1.5 million in Africa. In Africa, and listen, that takes- I think globally, <laughs> I think New Japan is stronger than AEW. Okay. In the states, you can make the arguments, but we'll put New Japan yeah, yeah. and AEW on the same boat. Close, yeah. That that in that third fourth slot, I mean, you could impact maybe. 
I, I, Ring of Honor. Listen, the thing is, you could also throw Ring of Honor there, but Ring of Honor is such a rebuilding state, and they have great yeah. momentum now. But we still gotta wash the stink off of twenty nineteen. You know what I'm saying, yeah. Sam? That's right. the, while the stink is not is almost <laughs> gone, but you gotta get those the Ring <laughs> of Honor diehards right yeah. that turned their back on Ring of Honor last year. You're trying to get those fans back, and I don't think they're there yet. But they're they're off to a great yeah. start. No, now, you you I'm, lost I'm, a lot of people because I'm already inv- I'm investing in Ring of Honor. Ring yeah. of Honor is doing a great job this year. Um, I mean MLW's on the come up. There, there's a the thing is there's a lot of brands out there now. Mm-hmm. Sam, right? I I would go WWE one, um, New Japan two, just because of the New Japan world, and then you got to put AEW three, just because they have that TNT deal. That's a huge deal mm-hmm. for okay. three years. Um, that four slot, hmm, I would go with MLW because they have a TV deal and it looks like they're really on the come up and they've continued, you know, mm-hmm. to sign, uh, Jacob Fatu. Um, you know, they got an incredible roster with David Boy Smith Jr. And, um, you know, all, all, all those guys over there. Uh, and it looks like they're having some kind of a working relationship with AEW, uh, you know, when you're talking about the OEW guys working over there. Mm-hmm. Things like that. That five slot, I think you got to give it, man, it's either Impact or, or Ring of Honor. Um, I got to go Ring of Honor just because they got that 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 money from uh, Sinclair. Sinclair. Now, uh, now Impact if, would be six. You know, that would be right in, the, right in the bench as a six man. Um, okay. But let me you ask know. you this, Sammy. You you take away that money and you look at what NWA Power is doing, and that's why the, the whole conversation started with NWA Power. Well, you take away the I money. I NWA is my favorite show. NWA is my favorite wrestling show of the week. Hands down. I think what they're doing is innovative as hell. I mean, going on YouTube and they're creating new fans. Well, grabbing the old fans of the old NWA mm-hmm. who have maybe just gone on YouTube and, you know, tried to reminisce and go and type in NWA matches from their childhood or from their teenage years. And now they go on YouTube and it's suggested for them. And they go, oh, this looks... Like I, I know this. And click on it, yeah. and the next thing you know, they're watching wrestling again. Mm-hmm. So, well, I would give them a slot, but you gotta wait a couple of years because mm-hmm. they're they're just not there yet. But what I love about them is that they're taking the whole like TV thing out of it. Like they're taking the power away from you know the cable companies yeah. and saying, no, this is this is on us. We can create mm-hmm. our and monetize our own value through the internet for free and then, you know, run a pay-per-view and still make as much money as, you know, an MLW or an ROH, you know, doing, you know, the same thing, but, you know, they have to give a cut to mm-hmm. the cable company. Of course, you know I mean? and, and, so. and they might be a trailblazers in that because, so right now, and again, it goes back to that, that interview, um, it, where Corgan says, we are a production company first and then a live show second. Which is true. They're yeah. not technically putting on a live show. They're just producing a show for the people that get to go there and watch it. So what they can get also, and we talked about before, the, the different people that can come to AEW, they can also come to NWA. True. Yeah, that's true. And, and NWA, and, NWA uh, Billy Corgan and also Nick Aldis have been very open, saying that we're open to work with other companies. And it's going to be interesting mm-hmm. because, again, you have these people. Sam. My thing that I'm really impressed with, you know, take the whole YouTube thing away from it. The fact that they were able to build a roster in this day and age with so many companies, you know, vying for talent, trying to, you know, scoop up talent. 
And the roster that they've gotten has been great. It, you know, it's a phenomenal roster. It's a strong so, um, roster. What happened? It's a strong roster. Oh, yeah. You think mm -hmm. about, you know, uh, Damian Sandow, Molina, you know, Trevor Murdoch, three, three people that don't come to mind right away when you think about free agents, and then, boom, they have a resurgence mm -hmm. here in, in NWA. You know what I mean? Nick Aldis, who we talked about, like, who let him slip through the cracks? You know what I mean? I mean, it happens. You also, know? the stars that they're making, like uh, Thunder Rosa and Ricky mm -hmm. Starks and, I like Ricky Starks. And, and Marty Bell, like, they're, they're mm -hmm. making stars, too. The question mark, which is like one of the most over acts on NWA Power, you know. And what about Scott Steiner? It's Scott Steiner, you know. He. This has been the best I've seen Scott Steiner on the mic in years. And Rock and Roll Express. Yeah, like I thought they were dead. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And you know, going back to the category that uh, Sam was saying, you know, yeah. uh, talent that they WWE just let slip. You know, you got Nick Aldis there. You could throw James Storm also in there. Eli Drake. James Storm. Mm -hmm. Damn. You know. That's crazy. But going forward, that's why wrestling is good. Because you know what? We can look at, you know, our ranking today and WrestleMania time, because that, that is a holiday for us wrestling fans. Mm -hmm. WrestleMania time, it could change. Yeah. Just like it did last year. So, uh, Mario, what else we have? All right, let's talk about SmackDown. Uh, going back to Money in the Sand 5. Oh, um, it was announced the last week. Oh. <laughs> is that what we're going with? Goldberg is challenging. Oh. Goldberg is challenging the Fiend Bray Wyatt for the Universal Championship. Um, listen, it's it's a Money in the Sand show. It's a Saudi show. I it doesn't bother me. I'm I'm okay with it because it's a Saudi show. You know what I'm saying? And it's an old guy wrestling a young guy. So I'm cool with it. I think we know that the Fiend's gonna win here. But uh, Sam, what's your thoughts? And then we'll go to Leo. This is why I'm not cool with it. I don't think the Fiend is gonna win. Don't say oh, that, Sam. Stop. Don't say no. that, Sam. I don't think on, the Fiend is gonna win, man. No, no, Sam. No, Sam. I think Goldberg. Yeah, I think Paul Heyman has been vying for Goldberg a lot in Vince's year, and I know this is the SmackDown title we're talking about here, but the whole thing was he was supposed to be booking. Um, Goldberg, kind of like how San Martino was booked towards the end of his run as, you know, a guy that would come in and win, you know, once in a while. And I feel like this is just a way for the title to come off the fiend. You know, he gets beat by Goldberg, who is unbeatable, you know, and you put him in the in the main event with Roman Reigns and you got Goldberg versus Roman. Why? I that's the vibe I get, man. It's the I hope it's, you're wrong. <laughs> like I hope you're perfect, wrong too. Go ahead. It's the perfect place to do it too because you know the Saudi crowd isn't gonna shit on it. They're gonna cheer. Oh, you know ex, I mean? ex, if they do it in America, thing. it's gonna blow up. You know what I mean? Um, so I think I, I really think that this is setting oh, okay, up for oh, okay, Roman oh, Goldberg. Dude, all right, put all put right. the music. Just put the music. No, let's, no, no, let's no, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. So okay, so um. All right, let's tie this in together because there's about this could become a whole conversation. All right, right. they also announced John Cena is going to be returning to SmackDown on February 28th, which is a Friday, Friday night tonight. No, yes. he'll be returning. Yeah. Um, there's a conversation that Roman Reigns will be winning the Elimination Chamber to challenge for the Universal Title. Okay. Right. I don't necessarily think we need this Roman Reigns Bray Wyatt feud for the universal title yet i think we could get it down the line 
maybe book it to a SummerSlam, but I don't. I think it's a little bit too soon for WrestleMania. Okay. Okay. And the reason why I'm mentioning all these different things is just hear me out here. Okay. Let's say Sam is completely wrong here, which I hope he is. Hope and the so Fiend too. beats I hope Goldberg. I am too. Okay. And the Fiend and the Fiend beats Goldberg. Let's say hypothetically here, and this is not. This is just me predicting. And believe me, I know that Meltzer reported that the rumored match is Elias versus John Cena Mania, right? But I, I'm not believing Meltzer on this one, all right? So whoever's Uncle gonna, Dave? so so whoever reported what Uncle Dave said, shut your Uncle mouth. Dave I, I, I don't want to hear it. Match. I don't want to hear what Uncle Dave reported. <laughs> Let's just say John Cena shows up Friday, February 20th, and said that he wants to get back into it or whatever, and he wants a spot at the Elimination Chamber. Okay. Let's say he wins it and we get him versus The Fiend. They have prior history there. John Cena, remember, The Fiend is attacking people and going after people that did him wrong. It's been heavily reported in the past that Bray Wyatt didn't look that great after that John Cena feud. Okay? What if we get Cena and The Fiend at WrestleMania, The Fiend goes over, and we get Roman and Goldberg at WrestleMania, and then we could get Roman and Bray somewhere down the line, possibly a SummerSlam. That would, that would be great. You know, that would be great. Um, I really hope Cena doesn't wrestle Elias because unless they do something, like, magical with Elias within the next couple of months or so, I don't really care right now. I mean, he's been doing this kind of, like, babyface gimmick where he shows up with his guitar and kind of, like, he does what Cena used to do and kind of like, he doesn't even sing. He kind of like raps now over the guitar. It wouldn't make sense for it, how they've been booking Elias if this was the plan for yeah. him and Cena to go at it and made it. It makes no sense. That's why I don't believe Dave on this one. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes people feed Dave bullshit just to make Dave look, you know, bad. No. So Well, well don't, don't tell the, the Dave no. Meltzer marks that because they'll get all upset. Uncle Sam. Dave knows what he's talking about. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't hate Dave Meltzer. But there's I, other reporters. I'm more indifferent the Mike the, I don't really care about him. Exactly, you know? the, the Mike Johnsons of the world, the Raj Gears of the world, the Wade Kells of the world. They're, they're all, they're all great reporters. You know, I'm not saying that they, everything Dave reports is bullshit. I'm not saying that, but I think sometimes people, you know, like to slob on his knob too much with everything Whoa, he says. Oh, slob on the knob. Sorry. <laughs> Oh no! Well, throw the family-friendly stuff out the window, <laughs> fellas. We're just <laughs> yeah, they'll they'll be all they'll be all right in Canada. All right, man. Um, what else is going on in, in the Saudi? Oh, we're going SmackDown. What about my boy Otis, man? I love how this guy just completely. Leo, yeah. do you have any thoughts on the whole Cena thing? <laughs> Otis, man. I just wait, put a, I just wait, put a Sam, picture of Cena the... with a whole bunch of hair, like all over the place. Uh, the Cena stuff, the Goldberg like, stuff, okay. all that stuff. Would you got any thoughts? Um, if you're gonna have Bray drop the title, you can't do it in a one-off show. First of all, you can't have him drop it to Goldberg. Goldberg out of old people. Yeah, you can have San Martino kind of look, but did San Martino win the title every time he came back? Because if not, if San Martino won the title every time he came back, this is exactly what you're doing with Goldberg. Goldberg came back, went for the title, won it, left, did a special with Stone Cold, which, by the way, it's a really good listen if you guys, the Broken Skull Sessions on the network uh, with Goldberg is actually really good. But now you're telling me he's coming back again and he's going to win the title again? Like, you're going to get people to turn and turn on him fast. If you recall, when he beat Kevin Owens for the title, there were some boos there. But, of course, you cannot have a part-time guy come back and win a title. Like, 
lie to me a little bit. Have him go for the IC title or have him have a couple of matches and lose one at least. Think about it like this, Leo. Roman wins the title from Brock. I mean, uh, from Goldberg. The the people pop. Roman wins the title from the Fiend at WrestleMania. A riot breaks out. So that's that's the logic that I'm going with here. Is it? No, just... and and I get it, and and I get it, and I understand where you're coming from. And you know what? People here in the chat are are, are saying that you know they think the same of what you're saying, but yeah. again. I I and 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 I grew up through the through the golden the end of the golden era into the attitude era into the ruthless aggression into all this different era shit right because I've been watching WWE since like the nineties and I went back and watched WrestleMania one all the way through right so okay so we've seen these things happen now I don't need Hulk Hogan to be inserted into this and there was a rumor going around that Hulk Hogan wants to be the special referee in the match in Saudi Arabia I don't need that. Like, do something different. You cannot give the title to Goldberg. I, I just think going with the theory. Oh, no, bro. The, the, listen, with the theory that Sam's saying, like, let's say The Fiend does get defeated by Goldberg, I just think you're going to get a backlash anyway. Maybe not momentarily at Saudi Arabia, but. You're not going to get it at Saudi Arabia. You're not going to get it at Saudi, but once you he appears with the title on SmackDown, so they're going to boo the guy, so it's going to be backlash. And. Shout out to X, dude. I don't yeah, hate that because yeah. X is he's a he's a Dave Meltzer guy, which is fine. Like, listen, if you like Dave Meltzer, I don't hate Dave Meltzer, but so, I just don't think that everything he reports is always right. Yeah, There's yeah, other X. credible reporters out Follow there. Follow us. That's dude. my only thing. That's my we, only we, thing. We put some good stuff. I don't have there. no problem with Dave Meltzer. I just like Brian Alvarez a little bit more. <laughs> We're not Uncle Dave fans. Um. All right. Let's let's move on. Uh, Otis. I am. Ha- I'm happy. Thank you, Ziggler. Thank you, Dolph Ziggler. Thank, Thank you, you. Ziggler. Oh. Thank you, Ziggler. Thank you. Thank you, my... Ziggler. Listen, let me tell you something. My guy, Dolph Ziggler. My guy, Dolph Ziggler, prevented an atrocity happening on Friday night. Nobody wants to see Otis and Mandy. Sorry. I don't want to see it, all right? At all. Come on, man. I do. Come on, man. Otis. Otis, bro. That guy's incredible. I love him. He's funny as hell. You know what I mean? At uh, Ducky, Ducky, real funny, oh, yeah. real, real, real funny, Yo, I love ha, this guy. ha 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 my, gu- my guy, Dolph Ziggler, my guy, Mr. Steal Your Girl. I wonder why I like him so much. But Mr. Steal Your Girl, my guy, Dolph Ziggler. Can he go with that gimmick? That mean? Yeah, why not? Just I mean, asking. he did have a shirt that said Steal on the Show and Your Girlfriend. You know, yeah, yeah. I actually had that shirt, by the way. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Playing the Prom- gimmick. Um, <laughs> Listen, man. My guy, Dolph Ziggler, he he prevented an atrocity happening Friday night, all right? It was good storytelling. Okay, okay, all jokes aside, it, it is funny. The, the Otis... The storytelling was nice. It's funny. I'm just not a fan of Otis or Tucker like that. I, I, they, they don't do nothing for me. Do you like the... Well, of course, you like the serve at the end. <laughs> of course! But, but what I'm saying is, going into it, right... Like, this played to every wrestling fan who ever thought that they had a, a chance with a female wrestler. And then you got a sleazy guy sliding in there and taking the girl. <laughs> Rated options 87. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let, 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 okay, okay, okay. Let's say, but I think the... Okay, all jokes aside. Yeah, yeah. Let's take Dolph Ziggler out of here, right? Let's take him out of here. Let's say that what we saw on Friday night yeah. didn't happen. Man, they noticed. Which way did he go? 
If the payoff would have been Otis getting the girl, I, I, I don't think that would have been a great payoff. The payoff here is for Mandy to turn on Otis. That's the yeah. payoff. Yeah. That's it where we're going to get something. Like, use him. Yeah. Mandy's going to become a bigger star if she turns on Otis, mm -hmm. and Otis going to get even more love from the fan base because they're going to be they're going to have sympathy for the guy. Yeah. Well, right yeah. now, right Honestly, now, you, you I, lost I, all that. I, no, there's still there's sympathy there. Everybody. No, no, no. <laughs> not, not, not me, but the no. Sams of the world that are behind <laughs> Otis. They feel bad for the guy. No, yeah, what I'm I'll saying look. is, you you lost it on. Putting Mandy over. Listen, uh, uh, Jose. Is, uh, listen, I'm not a skinny guy. I'm. I got some weight, man. I'm not hating on anybody. I'm not hating. I'm not a thin dude. Come, come on, Jaime. You, uh, you know what it reminded me of? What? Oh. And he goes to get it. I mean, you would have gotten oh, it already. Oh my god! Like this it's guy, dead bro. air. Put the oh volumes up on the right drop, dude. When Kane. Put the drop, please. It, it when Tor turned on Kane. You played. Remember that? Yeah. When Tori turned that, on Kane. That, yeah, and went with X Pac. That's kind of what it reminded me of, man. It was a throwback to that. Okay, but but listen to what you just said. Listen, when Tori more invested in Kane, I'm telling yeah, you that no, right no, now. But what I'm saying is, when Tori, the female, turned on Kane and went with X Pac, so right. this way it should have been when Mandy Rose turned on Otis and went with Dolph Ziggler. I think we see that next Friday's when no, you, know, you lost it already. Yeah, I think I think we get that on uh, on Friday uh, when she gets the mic. She's gonna like say, "Did you guys actually think that I was gonna wind up with Otis?" I mean, look at it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes, that's, that's what I when, want. You know, that's what Otis I want. That's and the Sam we want. On, Mandy, there wasn't a connection there, and then here comes Ziggler from behind, zigzag, boom. That's, and then grabs that's the mic. what I want. That's what I want. Yeah. Mandy's gonna be, become a bigger star. People are gonna have sympathy for Otis. Not me though. I'm Team Dolph Ziggler here, baby. But at the same time, it's also like with Dolph Ziggler, it's like <laughs> the same thing with Dolph Ziggler is like they've done so much damage to Dolph Ziggler over the years. Is like Dolph ain't really gaining much out of this either. You know when what is saying? his contract up? I don't know, dude. That'd be interesting. Um, do you have any more notes from SmackDown? Because I have one. Um. Let's see what else I got on SmackDown front. We talked about the John Cena stuff or whatever. We're gonna talk about NXT because there's a big show happening today. Okay. And then we'll real, real quick SmackDown. Uh, did you catch when Carmella was coming out and um... Corey Graves the, 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 the <laughs> back and forth between Corey Graves and Michael Cole? Say like, mind your business, Michael Cole. <laughs> did, did you do anything for Valentine's <laughs> Day, Corey? <laughs> He's like, Mike, mind your business, <laughs> mind your business, Cole. You need that in common. No, I love it. I love you it. You need that back and forth. Listen, we could be critical on some of the yeah. stuff that uh, Corey Graves does outside of commentary yeah, booth, yeah. but when he's on commentary he's amazing no no that, that's why i wanted to bring it up sam did you catch that yeah ab absolutely it, it was a, a throwback to like uh, the way that uh heenan and and gorilla monsoon used to rib each other mm -hmm. you know on the square uh, on live tv you know what i mean um good shit from the both of those guys but um do you want to jump into the nxt stuff yeah let's talk about nxt a big show's happening tonight apparently sam's upset because wwe didn't contact him to, yeah, to, to the, the day change you should have done it on saturday i was waiting yesterday to watch the show in portland sorry <laughs> Yo, shut up leo <laughs> Anyway, yes, I'm a little upset yes, because I Saturdays are just much better. I mean, Sunday nights, man. Oh, what stop. the hell? We got work on Monday morning. Stop. Come on. So watch it, in, watch it in the morning. I mean, you don't have to watch it live, Sam. Yeah, just bro. Stay, just yeah, stay away. I like to watch stay, it live. Well, but... stay away from your phone, and then when you get home Monday, you can watch it, and you'll be surprised. It's live to me. It's live to me when I watch it. <laughs> We'll see what happens. I think I'm gonna thug it out and uh, you know stay up. And it, it, it usually only runs about two two and a half hours anyway. So I mean, if it starts at nine thirty, no, if it starts at seven, it'll probably be done by ten the latest. Yeah. 
yeah. thug yeah, it out. Not, I think I'll be all right. Because remember, they're also out on the West Coast, right? So, mm-hmm. like, they'll probably be done, and then you'll be fine. S- Sam, you'll be fine. All right, let's Hello. let's get into predictions real quick. Uh, Dakota Kai versus Tegan Knox in a street fight. I don't care about that match. Well, okay, well, care. maybe sometimes. <laughs> Next. You know what, Leo? Next. I feel the same way, bro. <laughs> All, right. All right. Tell me how you really feel. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to, well, I, then I'll give my prediction really quick. Um, this feud has been a little bit underwhelming. They haven't capitalized it since Survivor Series the way I wanted them to. Um, but I'm going to go with Dakota Kai here because I feel like if Tegan, Law, Tegan Knox get, gets the loss here, yeah. it's not really going to hurt her. I think uh, Dakota needs to win more than Tegan. And yeah. I, apparently nobody else cares in here. No. <laughs> okay, but but you know why I don't care about the match? Because Be- they, they've kind of dropped the ball with the, yes. with the feud a little like, bit. I'm yeah. not emotionally invested in anything that they're doing. You're going to tell me that all of a sudden she comes back and she's going to get into the match. Like, no. Like, build it. Kind of build it like what you're doing right now with Randy Orton and and, and Matt and having Edge and uh, being talked about every week. Mm-hmm. That's what you need with this match. I am not emotionally invested whatsoever. You can play me back that stabbing in the back from mm-hmm. when they were... A thousand times, it's still not gonna. Oh, I put this that she got hurt. No, I mean, mm. I, I, I'm Team Dakota, man. I, I no, want no, her but, to win. but I be, because because that got to you. And of course, it was a great turn. Okay, they just didn't capitalize like they should have. Okay, but let, let's just say we're taking a poll right now, right? Mm-hmm. Only a third of the people uh, in in part of the poll feel for that match. By the way, just to throw this other nugget out here, when it comes to like the Wednesday Night Wars, quote yeah. unquote. Man, <laughs> they're like fifteen. A, did a did, forget about the ratings here? AEW show quality smoked NXT this yeah, week. They, this week. NXT yeah, did a terrible job for a go away show going into their pay per view tonight. They did a terrible job. Yeah. I was very and, underwhelming. Very underwhelming. Because you're not building the storyline. And and Paul Heyman actually said this perfectly when he did his first promo. Right, he went out there and he said a whole bunch of stuff and he said this and what people wanted to hear and the people were popping. And when he comes to the back. Uh, Pat Patterson goes up to him. Okay, so what did you sell? What did you have him look at? What were mm. you trying to sell? Were you trying to get them to just pop for you right there and then, or were you trying to sell the pay per view or the next match or the next show? You didn't do anything. You just went out there and talked. So that's what NXT did. They just went out there and talked. They did not actually sell Portland. They actually did a better job at selling Portland with the Broser weights. Getting into the plane. That was the than anything high, else. That was the highlight of NXT. The whole uh, Broserweights thing of the of their ways of trying to get to okay, Portland. That but, was the highlight but, of the show. But that sold the show more than the rest of the show. Yeah, that's why I'm not emotionally invested in this match. I don't care what happens in this match because I could care less for either of them. Well, let's talk about something that we are invested that in: is. the Broserweights against the Undisputed Championship. Era. Man, for the tag titles, dude. Who would ever thought Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle will be such a great odd couple? Like I, I didn't, I didn't know I needed Riddle and Dunne together in my most life. Of, most of the time, it comes like that. Like most of the time, it comes out of nowhere. They, their chemistry is so <laughs> great, and man, I, you know, as much as I love Undisputed Era, I love Red Dragon. Yo, I think you need to put these titles on Dunne and Riddle here. Uh, Sam, what's Absolutely. your thoughts? Absolutely. You know, their their uh, relationship kind of reminds me of me and you, Mario. I'm the happy one, and you're like the scowling one. That's kind of like. 
dude, shut up. You know what I mean? I, like, ju- I just, I just but, went on a whole ten minute rant about us not trying to put ourselves over, and he go, yeah, that reminds me of me and you, Mario. Hey man, it just does. Every time I see them on TV, I'm like, that's me and Mario right there, man. It's funny, man. I, I really, really enjoy their work and what they're doing, and uh, I, I, I want to see the title belts on them, man. Yeah, it's, it's either that or you gotta have uh, Pete Dunn turn so, on, on the. The bro, the original so, bro. So wait, you know? so wait a second. Does I'll that, be so does... upset if Pete Dunn turns on fucking. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think I'm he's gonna the... turn. I think you, you're gonna kind of keep this, and then going into maybe NXT uh, Mania. Mania mm-hmm. That's when you have them go against each other. Now, by your analogy, does that mean that I'm the cup? Yeah, okay. we kind of just drag you along. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're in agreement. We're gonna go with uh, Pete Dunn and yeah. Matt Riddle here. Yeah. All right. Now, do you, do you have it? Be a, a long match. No, oh, they gotta they gotta give this match time, dude. They have yeah, to. Yeah, I think twenty time. minutes on this one, man. Yeah, man. Okay. They they gotta give this match time. All right, let's talk about another great match. I think we're all gonna be invested in. Also, Keith Lee defending the North American Championship against Dijak. I refuse to call him his NXT name. I know mm-hmm. Dijak. I think, and I'm gonna go first. Sorry, Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, Keith Lee. I think he's over. I think he's over. Like, I don't think any other NXT person other than Shinsuke when he was in NXT has been mm-hmm. over as much as Keith Lee is over. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right. Why? Because he transcends transcends into SmackDown and Raw. And there was a, a thing coming up uh, what I was reading that both Bruce, uh, Bruce Pritchard and Heyman are fighting to get Keith Lee I on mean, their look show. look at him, bro. He's a star. Now, I think you make him drop the title to Dijak. They're going to have an awesome match. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say this is going to be the best match of the night. Plausible. Okay? Plausible. Now, drop the title and then have Keith Lee start showing up building towards Mania on either one of the main rosters thing. Mm. And where and where would Keith be at Mania, going into Mania? Who would he be going up against? Braun Strowman for that IC title? That... that- <laughs> That visual, <laughs> that'd be great. That actually, just popped but... in my head. Now, to be honest, now, okay, with you. but but remember, remember in uh, at the Rumble, you had a couple of visuals. Now, if we know WWE, like we've been watching WWE for a long time, none of those visuals, like they end up using them at one point or another. Mm-hmm. You already have that Braun Strowman and and, uh, and Keith Lee. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have that. You know, a couple of different visuals that you could build towards. Mm-hmm. Now, he is so over. That he will fit right in, like oh, you don't I, need I, to build it. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah. As much as uh, no, go, go ahead, Sam. Go ahead, Sam. I I would love to see that Leo, but mm-hmm. I think that they're going to keep the title on Keith Lee tonight. I think okay. it's a little early for him to drop the title, and I agree that. But between either the the tag match or this, these they yeah. are interchangeable for match of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys have tremendous chemistry. We've seen it before on. Uh, on free TV, uh, you know, when they they had their matches on USA Network, and these guys have been working with each other going back to their independent days. Uh, it's going to be a tremendous match, but I, I feel like Keith Lee is going to, you know, leave Portland with the title in hand. I'm going to agree with Sam on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I like both guys, but I, I think uh, we're going to go with uh, Keith Lee here. I think it, I, I don't think he's dropping the North American title yet, um, and we're going to see, uh, you know, we're going to see a great match uh, between well, both guys. Remember, we got the delay. We have uh, Dakota Kai wins. Uh, I I should have drove up to Portland for the takeover, saying James Esponto. Dunn versus Riddle, are gonna, uh, they're amazing together. Dijak is going to win. You're getting a lot of that. And also Keith Lee versus Braun because of the Rumble. 
Uh, Jessica Hoffman saying Tommaso Ciampa and Adam Cole match is going to be the match of the night. I know we're going a little bit further ahead, but what do you have next, Mark? Um, Finn Balor, the Prince versus Johnny Gargano. This is another match that has um match of the a uh, match of the uh, of the night uh, caliber. Um, you know, this is a tricky one because in theory you would think Johnny Gargano should kind of get get the win here, you know, over Finn Balor. But Johnny Gargano is one of those guys that you don't necessarily need to. Um, if he if he loses, he doesn't lose anything. Yeah, like he's right. he's kind of like Shawn Michaels in many ways. Like a loss doesn't doesn't ever hurt Johnny Gargano. And the way they've been pushing Finn, man, I'm kind of leaning towards Finn for this one. Uh, Sam, what you got? Now you told me something when we were at the MLW show when we saw Killer Cross. Um, oh yeah. Um, so uh, there's this theory going out online. That, um, you know, obviously we know that Killer Cross has signed the NXT deal. You know, he's signing with the WWE. You know, he's he hasn't made his debut yet. There's this theory online. If you notice Finn Balor, ever since he became this this heel character, you know, the prince, you see that red X? You see that red X? Mm-hmm. There's somebody else that uses a red X in wrestling, and that's Killer Cross. There's a theory going on yeah. online that when Killer Cross makes his debut, he's going to be kind of a heater for Finn Balor, kind of a la Shawn Michaels Diesel, and they might potentially start their own version of the Bullet Club. Obviously, they're not going to be called Bullet Club, but maybe Balor Club or, or something else, maybe a different name. But that's a theory going online. I don't know how true it is, but, um, you know, that that's not a bad way to bring in Killer Cross, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think that tonight is the night, you know, he gets over in a dirty way with Killer Cross interfering in the match. And that's how uh, you know we get to see uh, Finn Balor and and Killer Cross start their you know their journey as a you know a, a stable or a tag team if you will. So um, that's my prediction. Finn Balor goes over, but he doesn't go over clean. We see Killer Cross come in and because he that guy's ready. He doesn't need to to be doing any kind of NXT house shows no, or anything no, no, like no, that. No, 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 he's great. I've ready. been seeing of him. That guy is ready. He's ready for WWE TV, not just NXT. Like he could show up on Raw. Tomorrow, the guy carries himself like a superstar. So he is a just star. throw him right in there. Why not? And let's see what happens, you know? Um, any thoughts, uh, Leo, on this match between Balor and Gargano? Uh, I think uh, Balor's end up going over. I do like that idea of having uh, Killer Cross be put into this whole thing. Um, but I don't think you should rush it with Killer Cross. I think you should kind of... Yeah, he's ready to be on the, on the main roster and all that on NXT. But... Let it marinate a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. have him come in at the right time. I agree. If you're doing this whole, you know, bullet club of their own type of thing. Potential. Um, potential. potential mm-hmm. uh, I think it would be good. But, again, don't rush it. Let let it marinate. Let it build. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. All right. Um, uh, NXT Championship match. We have Adam Cole uh, defending the NXT uh, world title. I like to call it a world title. Against Tommaso Ciampa. Um, listen, man. <laughs> This match alone, also another match of the night caliber here. Um, Champa is trying to get uh, Goldie back, but I don't think it's going to happen tonight. I think Adam Cole retains, and we see another match maybe down the line. Um, you know, leading into uh, going into Mania, TakeOver Mania, we don't necessarily know what's going to happen with the NXT title, and that's the specific Specifically, why I left the women's title match for last. At Pacific. But um, we don't know if the NXT title is going to be defended at Mania also. So there's different variables here. Um, 
I wouldn't be surprised at a TakeOver Mania. We see some type of multi-man match. Maybe a three-way or a four-way for this NXT World title at TakeOver Mania. I, I would not be shocked for that because, you know, you have Velvet Tree Dream coming back. Um, we don't know what's the plans for Johnny Gargano or Finn Balor or Tommaso Ciampa after tonight. But I don't see Adam Cole uh, losing the title tonight. Um, I'm going with Adam Cole here. Uh, Sam, what's your thoughts? Yeah, uh, I agree with you on this one. Um Adam Cole leaves with the title. I mean, this guy's run has been incredible with that belt. It's not time to take it off him yet, even though, you know, this is almost like a return match for, for Tommaso Ciampa because this is the one that we've been waiting for, for his return. You know what I mean? Finally for him to get that shot. But uh, uh, maybe it just doesn't go his way. I don't know how you book it, you know, because with Killer Cross getting involved in, in my you know, little scenario here. I don't want to have Undisputed Era getting involved, you know what I mean? Because that would be two run-ins, and that would just be very Attitude Era Jace. Mm -hmm. So, um, There's a way, there's a way okay. that Adam Cole could win clean, but, like, kind of stealing the win, if you know what I mean? Right, maybe just some cheating, some old-school, you know, pulling the tights or whatever the hell. Mm -hmm. but, a, a la and, Bailey with her feet on the rope. Yeah, something like that. There you go, feet on the rope. That's some old-school heat right there. Or maybe a um, controversial finish where... Adam Cole gets the pin, but maybe Tommaso Ciampa's foot was under the ropes and the ref never saw it. Something like that. Yeah. And I, I agree with you. I think Mania Week, we see a, a four-way between DIY, Adam Cole, and Finn Balor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's the the match there because, you know, and, and, and then we, and then, we and then honestly, we don't know what we don't, we still don't even know if the NXT title would be defended at Mania also because you know based on this match that we're going to talk about now, there's a there's a lot of stuff happening. So the reason why I left this match last, the women's title match, uh, the NXT women's title between Rhea Ripley, the champion defending against uh, Bianca Belair, is because as it was you know speculated and reported for the last month, um, Charlotte's going to be challenging for the NXT title. And I know some of you was like, he's challenging Becky Lynch. I was going to challenge Bailey. Well, guess what? That's not happening. It looks like we're getting Rhea and uh, Rhea and Charlotte if Rhea beats Belair tonight. Um, I'm all for Rhea and Charlotte here, but I kind of feel like they've also put like Bianca Belair in the back burner, and I'm not really enjoying that. Like they kind of like in many ways with their in-ring segments and stuff, it's like kind of like Bianca Bella's kind of been forgotten. It's like, man, she's credible opponent. If anything, she should have already been NXT Women's Champion already. I, in, in many ways, I wouldn't even mind seeing a three-way between all three women at Mania because they're all beast. And I mean that yeah. respectfully. You know, they're, they're alpha women. Right. Bianca Bella's been ready to be a star either on Raw or SmackDown. And I, I just don't like the treatment that Bianca Belair has been getting during this, like, back and forth between Charlotte and Rhea. Like she's an afterthought. Yeah, I haven't really been enjoying that. Um, part of me wishes, like, there's a, controver a controversial finish, but at the same time, it's like, we're going to get a controversial finish between Adam Cole and Champa. Then we shouldn't get it here. I would like a three-way mania, but I don't think that's going to happen. So if we get Rhea Ripley and Charlotte, I say Rhea wins. And then Charlotte attacks her, and that and that sets up the program going into Mania. Um, Sam, what's your thoughts? I agree with you 100%, man. Bianca Belair is ready, and it starts with her entrance. Her coming out, whipping that hair, skipping down, doing the little twist. All eyes are on her, and then it doesn't stop there. In ring, she's phenomenal. Um, she could cut a promo. Man, 
she, and it sucks that she's kind of been looked at as the afterthought here. I don't know because I, I know where they're going, Rhea Ripley versus versus Charlotte, but I don't know where you go with, with Bianca after this. Do you get her involved with it? some way down the line with it like it's 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 it it's it's, it's, it's kind of hard and then it's like you know if you throw bianca in there also it kind of goes back to last year's three-way main event with the women it's like are you repeating history here so there's like a lot of flaws here uh it, yeah. it, they kind of in many ways if this was the direction that they were going between Rhea and uh and Charlotte, you know, maybe you should have not even teased the whole Rhea and Charlotte thing with Rhea coming out and, and challenging, you know, making the challenge to Charlotte and kind of have Belair getting the, the better of Rhea and then having an incredible match. Then Rhea goes over and then Charlotte out of nowhere attacks Rhea. Like, here's the championship. I'm going to challenge for a mania. I feel like in many ways... Yeah, they like kinda, not even have her show up. Yeah, like I feel like they kind of booked themselves in the corner and they kind of just forgot about Bianca Belair, which is, it sucks because, man, she, she should be right in there, to be honest with you. Yeah, and you know what? I wouldn't be mad at Charlotte versus Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. They could they could tell a great story there, you know, uh, where like Charlotte is like the the privileged, you know, third or second generation, and you know, uh, Bianca is just like you know that that athlete that wasn't you know a fan growing up and had to to do everything that she could to to get to the top and wasn't handed anything. I mean, they've done that story before with Charlotte. But it works, you know what I mean? It's just, um, man, it, it is. It's tough because it does feel like they booked themselves in a corner. But I'm gonna go with with Rhea Ripley winning winning the uh, the match here and retaining because I I feel like they don't really have a plan for Bianca right now. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Now, we, we might feel a way about it, but do mm-hmm. they? Yeah, exactly. I- it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. I'm the same way. I'm going with Rhea, uh, Leo. Uh, I'm going to go with Rhea because that's the match that you want to have for uh, WrestleMania. I think visually it was good because you you were trying to get the ratings up for NXT by having Charlotte there. But like, and, and going to what you guys also said, we're bringing it back to they shot themselves in the foot. They basically unloaded way before. Now you're kind of trying to tell two stories at the same time where you're you're... You're telling a story, but you're not telling a story. Yeah. Like, how is it that you and I are going to fight today, we, we but we still beat up Charlotte? We didn't need the tease. We no. didn't need the tease for Charlotte and Rhea. We could have no. waited for that, you know? No, or you, what you could have done, sorry, what you could have done is have Bianca come out to, to Charlotte's song. You know what I mean? Kind of play my games with Rhea mm-hmm. leading up. You plant that seed, and then, yes, you have her show up after she keeps the time. Yeah, Bianca could have said something like, what, you were expecting somebody else? Like, yeah. you know, something like that, just messing with Rhea, mind games. But whatever, that that's pretty much the takeover card. I mean, on paper, you look at this card, you know, this has show-of-the-year caliber potential, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Any more, anything else we have to talk about here? Um, Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream. Oh, yeah, Velveteen Dream came back, and we're going to get uh, Dream and Strong at <laughs> NXT TV this week. Man, I was having this conversation with uh, someone. I, I can't think of who I was having this conversation with. And um, when we saw Dream return, right, and we saw Dream have the, this little promo with uh, with Strong this past weekend, it's like, why am I training for Dream again? Because what Dream is doing, he's kind of yeah. doing some scumbag shit, you know? Some, like, some heelish yeah. stuff. He's doing some, and it's kind of like for me, like as a viewer, I'm like, I kind of have sympathy for Roddy here. And it's like, why am I cheering for, for yeah, like, and listen, like, why are you messing I, with his wife? And listen, I like both guys here. I am a fan of both, but it's like, they kind of, they're in a gray area a little bit. Cause like dream is like, you know, like 
saying some inappropriate stuff about his wife and putting his kid in his pants too. It's it's just weird. It's it's it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a very it's a weird kind of area they're in right now. Sam, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I'm gonna uh, remind you who you had the conversation with because he tagged me in that in that too. His, his Instagram handle is King Coffrey. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's yeah, our buddy right, that we right. met in Baltimore, but yeah. he's actually in in our area in New York in Baltimore. the tri-state area. Um, we we were discussing it, and um, man, I I don't think that Velveteen Dream has ever really had a real face turn. This is what I was telling him. I think that we just cheer him because he's like. Uh, like a throwback to R- Rick Rude, and he pays homage to like uh, Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan, and you know Vince call me up on his tights, and you know we saw him in Tough Enough, and we know that you know he's playing a great character. He's not really like that in real life, so he's doing a phenomenal job, and we just love his in-ring work too. So we just cheer him. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. has he ever really been a face? Not really. I mean, towards before he got hurt, like I'll say. I'll say maybe the 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 last half of 2019. I feel like he was more of a face than a heel because he would he would uh, interact with the crowd when he was a heel. He wasn't even paying mind to the crowd like that. So like I he, feel like he played up to the crowd. He had more face tendencies, like the better half, like like late. But, half but was of he a full face though? I mean, you could say you could make the argument that he was, you know. He was like a tweener. I feel like, you know what I mean. That's that's my my. He's not a traditional tweener where he's kind of like a badass. Like I don't give a fuck what you think, Becky Lynch, Stone Cold, whatever, whatever. But he's um, a tweener in a sense that like he'll he'll get the heat on somebody, but you you like how he does it. You know what I mean? Like, okay. okay, like whole spring, uh, the wife and the kid on on the tights. It's a throwback to Rick Rude. You man, know, what that's I mean? some Rude, that's Jake, some scumbag. That's some scumbag shit. Too, yeah, it, it's Rick Rude and Jake all over again, and it makes you remember, mm-hmm. like especially guys like us that are watching NXT, that are in their thirties, that watched Rick Rude and Jake the Snake back when they were kids. You, go, oh my God, I remember that. Why hasn't anybody used that in twenty five years, thirty years? That's phenomenal. And then you wind up cheering him, even though he's doing what he's doing. But yeah. you know what me and uh, King Coffee were talking about was pretty much like. I like Roddy Strong. Don't get me wrong. He's a great in-ring performer, but he's lacking charisma. And that's always been his problem, though. Yeah, it's always been his problem since his Ring of Honor days. And I'm not taking anything away from his in-ring work, but if he wasn't with Undisputed Era right now, what would he be doing? It would Uh, probably be falling flat somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So you got to root for Velveteen. I mean, it... Even though he's doing the scumbag oh, no. stuff. Oh, no. Listen, I'm all for it. I love the angle. Yeah. But, like, you know, for fans that are not, like, smart fans or fans that, like, like a guy like Sam Roberts that, that likes to boo the bad guy and cheer the good guy, right? Like, guys mm. like that. Guys yeah. like that look at what kind of, like, what Dream is doing and be like, yo, this guy's kind of a douche right now. What's the, <laughs> yeah, well, what he's that. doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, I know why he's doing it, right? You know, to get to... But like those type of fans, because there are fans like that that you know they boo the bad guys, you know cheer the good guys. They, they would be like, "Why am I cheering for Dream again?" Yeah, yeah, you, you know uh, what I'm saying. Sam, I'm gonna make you feel old right now. I just did the math real quick. Ravishing Rick Rude and uh, Jake the Snake happened 1988, 32 years ago. 
So guys in their 30s were probably just born when that yeah. happened. <laughs> but I know what you mean, though. I know what you mean. That is because I used to like. No, no, I know. Me too. Old, old VHSs that my cousins used to have oh. underneath the TV in the drawer. I used to pull but, them out when my Tito Carmen used to babysit me. I used oh, to watch all that. Sorry. All right. Um, I yeah, think man. that I think that's pretty much it. Uh, Leo, what's good, your plugs in? Good thing because the camera stopped working about three quarters of the way. Because of course now it's when it needs the update. So that's why you were seeing Mario a little bit fuzzy there. If you guys saw us on the Facebook video, that's but it's okay. Right. Shit it's still Mario. Uh, yeah, we don't have him over there. But anyway, <laughs> um, losradio.com. We're working on some good stuff, some crazy stuff, some uh, nice stuff. So let the people know that we are here. If somebody has a show or wants to do a show, we're actually bringing people in uh, to the app and to the website. We just started with two new stations. Uh, so if you guys know somebody that has an internet station that is looking to get more plays, we are actually over 11,000 people that have downloaded the app. Yes, Sam, that is the actual number. 11,000 people uh, are in here with us with Los Radio and everything that we're doing. So info at losradio.com. You can follow me everywhere at Show Football Air, where we do post some wrestling stuff. We do post. We posted about La Parker. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, just keep sharing everything that we're doing, guys. We're, we're growing. People are, are getting to know the stuff that we're doing and actually enjoying what we're doing. So again, and, and by the end, by what I start, said before, your opinion doesn't matter. Neither does mine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sam. Uh, That's how you fit. No, Sam, plugs in. All right, I'm going to shout out. Two people, since we just talked about him, go give uh, our boy, friend of the show, uh, King Coffrey, a follow. He's a good brother. We uh, we had a couple beers with him uh, in Baltimore, it and it was weird that we're you know local guys. You know what I mean? We just made the trip down to Baltimore because we're big wrestling fans, and uh, you know if you want to give a fellow wrestling fan a follow, I'm sure he'll give you a follow back if you're you know not a troll and you're a good brother or sister as well. Um, the second. Uh, Shout out was the one that I originally had planned, uh, JB Toys One. I uh, wanted to give him a shout out. He's a big wrestling figure collector. He also collects figures like Marvel and stuff like that. And he's got a tremendous collection. You see my Funko Pop collection behind me. It doesn't do this Man. guy's collection any justice. It's ridiculous the amount of stuff that he posts. And uh, I just wanted to, you know, shout out a, a wrestling toy collector because we are giving this away to Kenneth Dinkins today, our autographed Braun Strowman Elite figure. Yeah, that is Kenneth! Suit number 62. Um, so, Kenneth, I'll be in touch with you uh, shortly. I'll either DM you or if you are listening to this, DM me and we'll get, you know, some kind of situation where I'll either Come on, mail that's what you put in slide into his DMs, ladies. No, I, I don't so, have that drop anymore. Oh, oh, that was on uh, computer. Yeah, man, you can follow me at Sammy Suplex everywhere. I'm on uh, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat? Twitter, um, and that's about it, man. All right, um, you can find me at Radio Arsis eighty seven. Make sure you follow us at Lucha Outsiders everywhere: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Twitter. Um, we're doing a show next week because I'll be in Chicago the following week. Yeah. So show next week? Yeah, we're fine. All right, cool. Um, and then with that being said, Dolly. I think it was an incredible show back. No. I thought it was no. great. Let's not forget that Sam forgot to turn on his mic. Hey, man. Let it be known. This is family friendly now, so things happen. 
Yeah, yeah re- really family friendly that Leo let and I completely yeah, lost our it's, shit. It's, it's Lobo and the Nub. No. Uh, what, what is it that he said? What is it? I got to go back and listen to the podcast. I, I'm looking forward to that like part the, of the show. The, the Lucha Outsiders are now going to be in Japan, the UK, it's LA, great. Texas, Look, it's uh, like Mexico. Mexico. After he said that, there, listen. After after he said that, there was like a really quiet the, pause. The, the Great Barrier <laughs> Reef. We're gonna be in Texas, the Indianapolis 500, Kentucky Derby. We're doing big things. We're doing big things. It was such a it was such a quiet pause, and then Leo and I just completely lost it. If you miss anything and er- or everything on today's episode, make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast version of the show. Yeah. iTunes, SoundCloud, you're going to be fancy. Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, LaMesca, Ablosrader.com, Stitcher, and Spotify, wherever you get your podcast needs. Leave us a five-star. Spotify. Frog Splash, Radio View, Comments, Grievous, Barry, either one of us. It'll most likely be Leo. No, no, it can be Leo. It could be Sam. It could be Sam. Or it could be me. It's me. It's me. We're not DDP. <laughs> we are not DDP. <laughs> it's a fun show. We covered a lot of stuff. We yeah, were in a hiatus for what, three weeks? Yeah, man. We the last time we did a show was right before the Royal Rumble. Yes, that was a lot because you went to Argentina the, yes. the weekend of the Royal Rumble. And, and a lot of good stuff happened. I think we covered a lot of it. Uh, again, that's why I share with the people, man. We're here. We're doing the show. All right, for the old man Leo. Yeah. For Sammy Suplex. <laughs> I'm yours truly, Mister Rated R. Till next time, keep it Rated R and stay too sweet. Mwah. And good night.